Spectacular. The big one. 100 episodes. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yes, yeah. uh, cheers. cheers to you, boys. Cheers. 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 I'll let you tell them, but we're going for the 100th episode. We're going for one of the big boys. Yes. Not? Our original episode, which was never released... It was going to be our first episode. It was going to be our first ever episode, and there was an issue with Mike's laptop. The CIA got to it <laughs> and destroyed it. And yeah. we are doing it again. It was really. nothing to do with us being technically inept. No. Or my no. old shit laptop. No, there was a CIA wasp. Wasn't there? Do you remember? It was, yeah. massive wasp that just appeared for a few days and then mysteriously vanished. We never saw it again. Uh, and um, we had like three days missing from our memories. Yeah. We all had a foot in plastic. <laughs> Pushing the dwarf. And uh, yeah, so we're, we're going for that again. We're going to re record it, yeah. release it as a 100th episode. It's a 100th episode spectacular. Yeah, and I would say to anyone who's never really. I'm sure if you're listening to us and you're a conspiracy <coughs> enthusiast, even if you're just at a basic level, you may have in passing seen it as a kind of a joke now, isn't it? Oh, the reptiles, the queen's a lizard. Well, we're going to go into it, like, yeah. extremely into it, and explain to you that, that it's not really a joke. <laughs> <laughs> there is solid theory. <laughs> I like how you said solid theory rather than solid evidence. Because I did watch some of the um, people allegedly shape-shifting. Oh, they're all And bollocks. it's so, it's, it's like, you've got to have an imagination there. Yeah. Do these people not understand how point? videos work and like tapes and recording? There's well, glitches all the that shadow <coughs> lighting, things yeah. like that. You see the one with the queen <coughs> where I went black? Oh. And you're like, well that's that's the shadow and the cat yeah. oh it was Doesn't mean it's not true though. Doesn't mean it's not true. The Daddy Bush one is the one of the most famous, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yes. Oh man, I saw something really bizarre on Facebook today. I didn't share it, I didn't dare to, but it was one of those things, you know where you turn your phone and like the mm. image moves as you turn your phone. It was like a mother feeding her son with like a spoon. Yeah. Here comes the aeroplane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they'd superimpose George Bush's face on the <laughs> mum. <laughs> put some towers where the kid was oh, and a plane boy. on the end of the spoon. Oh. <laughs> and you turned your phone like that and it was this creepy Bush woman <laughs> just sending the planes into the towers. <laughs> oh man. I'm not sharing that. <laughs> Spot on for its accuracy, though. Bless <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Well, so, that'll be a future episode one day. This is our 100th, Ben, but it could be somebody's first. So do you want to explain what we're going to do? So how first, we're going to do it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. First, we'll start with weird news. I'll go on for 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we'll crack on with the main cut and thrust of today's topic. But... Just before we news, a little small segment where we thank some listeners from around the globe because we are just 
three blokes sat in the in the West Midlands in, in the county of Shropshire. The Shire? In the Shire. That makes us sound posh when we say we're in Shropshire. <laughs> we live in a town called Telford in Shropshire. Google that. I was <laughs> trying to make it sound better than it was. <laughs> Google that, but bear in mind I've never driven a taxi. Sorry, moving on. In joke for the Telfordites. But we do have hobbits. <laughs> Definitely some troglodytes, if you don't that much. I love that word. <laughs> some Neanderthals trotting around as well. All right, so thanks to listeners around the globe. Kathmandu in Nepal, thank you very much. Prescott, United Kingdom, Glasgow. Oh, we got one of the first Scottish listeners, so we haven't had one of them. Mm. Uh, San Jose, yeah. <laughs> San Jose, America, California, Fresno, California. Kiri Bill in Australia, Nassau in the Bahamas. I think that says Kiri Billy. Kiri Billy. I'm just going to call it Kill Bill. <laughs> and just have the. Yeah, so you know who you are. Kiri Billy. <laughs> Topeka, where's KS in the United States? Kansas. Kansas. Los Angeles, California. Welcome back. You've been missing for a long time. Woo, Los Angeles. Ashburn, Virgi- Virginia? Yep. Portugal in Missouri. Yeah. I'm getting there. 100 episodes has taken me. <laughs> Telford, our hometown, United Kingdom. Skopje in the former Republic of Macedonia. Wow. I think it's called Northern Macedonia now. Whatever. It's in football. Oh, okay. <laughs> Either way. Uh, Little Rock. AR. I had this every Arkansas. week. Arkansas. never fucking remember it. Bend and Shady Nasty. Shackton 80, whatever. New York, United States. With Benton in second, Oak Ridge, Oregon in third, Eugene, Oregon. We get some listeners in Oregon now. Thank you to all listeners and yeah. all those that have come on this journey with us. This journey into, well, madness. <laughs> Can I play with madness? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Uh, the answer is yes if the doctor gives you the right pills. <laughs> <laughs> so, alright, let's do weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. The Navy says the UFOs in Tom DeLong's videos are unidentified aerial phenomena. This is a biggie. Mm. Yeah, it's what we suspected though, isn't it? Yeah. In an official statement, the US Navy has, for the first time, officially stated the three UFO videos made public by former Blink-182 singer Tom DeLong's UFO research organisation of footage of real unknown objects violating American airspace. So they're not saying it's aliens, but they're saying it's unknown. Yes. Which is still pretty fucking weird, isn't it? You'd like to think, you know, we've been around for a while, us humans, we know a lot of shit, like, how can it be a thing that we don't know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty fucking crazy, When it first came out with this TikTok thing and... Mm. I was watching some news show and they brought Neil deGrasse Tyson on and he was quite blasé about it, saying, oh, yeah. like, it doesn't really show anything, it could be anything. Yeah, but you don't f- know what I it know. is. I'm thinking as a scientist, surely... That should you... freak you the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. It does me. But he says, oh, until you, mm. you know, bring me an alien or or whatever, it's it's speculation. I'm but yes, thinking. he is right in that. Yeah. Until yeah. Will Smith rocks up and an unconscious alien in the back mm. of a pickup truck yeah. to Neil, Gra- Neil deGrasse Tyson's house, yeah. right, then... Yes, mm. then it's aliens. Mm. But at this point, we've been seeing this shit for 50 years, 60 yeah. years nearly. Or 70 years, when was Roswell? 47? What's that put us at? 47 uh, to 20... 70. 
Don't have to speak to camp while we're recording. <laughs> 70 odd years we've been seeing this stuff mm. in our modern era. And obviously we, we did our, this, all that ancient alien stuff going on. And all of a sudden, we've got our best ever technology in the military, the radar, the fighter jets. These things, our planes can't even keep up with these things. Mm. They're doing stuff that our pilots could never do because they'd kill themselves doing. Yep. Or the plane would break apart. And it's like... And if it's not alien, what is it? Yeah. Because it's some sort it? of weird, insane creature that we know nothing yeah. about. Like, If it's a being, if it's moving with intelligence, I mean, is it a craft or is it a creature? Is it a mixture of both? Is it a living mechanical being, like a transformer? Robotic being. What did I say? Living, mecha uh, living mechanical. Oh, yeah, 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 they have yeah, but there's, no organics. Have there's no organics in a transformer. No, there's no organic matter. Some people do think if there's intelligent life out there, at first mm. we'll find their drones. That's yeah. really true. No, it, it could be a drone. It, drone. But if it's Earth-made... It could be the Russians! Will the US military admit to it? No. Yeah. If it's not Earth-made, will they admit to it? No. Right. But as he put them in a difficult position, or not him personally, his company, Tom DeLong's company, because the Navy, they, they might not want this, they might not want to talk about this. Just like, we don't know what it is, so let's not freak anyone out. But he's, their company's released this, haven't yeah. they? Well, yeah. they got it from the US military. Right, but they weren't supposed to release it. I can't remember his name. Oh, man, the guy that works for Tom DeLong's company, he's a former US uh, military intelligence oh, officer. the general... Was he a general? Or is that uh, he was else? some officer anyway. Yeah, he's a. Um, Baziag. Oh, so Baziag. Uh, he's dude. a Latino guy. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. I might say further down the article. Captain yeah. Burrito? Hey! You know what? It's Captain Burrito <laughs> for a bit. Until we, until we get to his name. To anyone who's listened to their first episode, that would probably sound like a massively racist statement. But it's an in joke. It goes back to our second episode. Yeah, go all the way back to episode two. And that will also explain why if you follow our page randomly you'll see a drawing I once did of a burrito in a captain's <laughs> uniform. <laughs> with, a with a ray gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Right, sorry mate, what, I interrupted you there. Navy spokesperson Joseph Grandisher said that the Navy considers the phenomena contained slash depicted in these three videos as unidentified. Previously, the Navy never addressed the content of the videos. The terminology here is important. The UFO community is increasingly using the terminology unidentified aerial phenomena to discuss unknown objects in the sky. John Greenwood, author and curator of the Black Vault, the largest civilian archive of declassified government documents, originally reported the news. Greenwood requested information in August from the Navy regarding the content of the three popular videos purporting to show anomalous aerial objects. Now these happened in 2017 and 2018 with three videos taken by Navy pilots from their aircraft, so this is gun camera footage. Mm. It was made national news in December 2017. The New York Times ran a story about Navy pilots who intercepted a strange object off the coast of San Diego. A whale's vagina. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> On November 14th, 2004, and managed to shoot video of, their, of the object with their F-18's gun camera. Another video, which we know the date of due to Greenwald's request for information, was taken out on January 21st, 2015, showing another anomalous aerial vehicle rotating as pilots comment on how strange the object is over their communication system. Months later, along through his organisation, the To The Stars Academy, released a third video 
showing an object quickly fly over the surface of the water. That video was also recorded on January 21st, 2015, raising speculation the two videos shot that day show the same object. Hmm. It's official then. It's official now. Independence Day. Oh, it's coming. This could be the distraction we all need. But this is part of that planning. I always forget what the document's called, but David Icke talks about it all the time. About, there's this document that apparently outlines the plan to go to war with the Muslim mm. world. It uh, feels like everything's coming to a crescendo. Yeah, and then the, it? their ultimate plan, though, is... and it, They touch on this in The Watchmen in the book, yes, not the movie, do, yeah. of, like, there'll be an invented intergalactic threat, something that threatens the entire planet, which the conspiracy-minded then say will make it much easier to form the one-world government. Which would uh, have to happen if we were threatened yeah. by a extraterrestrial yeah. source. We'd have to have a unified... Yeah. I don't think that's such a bad idea, but you know what I mean... If the alien threat is real, but if the alien threat is hologrammatic... Even if it isn't, maybe that's the only way we can sort the world. But I've been led to believe by Alex Jones... Of course, yeah. ...that globalists are bad. But anything Depends who's in it. He can either be malevolent or benevolent, can't you? If you had a benevolent world government, it would work, wouldn't it? But then, the problem is, if it's a cunt, if it's a cunty government, everyone's fucked. Whereas we know our government's cunts, but they're a bit less cunty mm. to us than, suppose, say, the government of Venezuela or something. I suppose the UN, in, in a sense, is a world mm. government. Yeah, but they don't overrule. They do. Yeah, do they? I don't know how it works. I honestly They don't can know. install, so like, sending troops, can't they, yeah. if they want to, so... Economic sanctions, whatever. Yeah, yeah but we'd be safe, wouldn't Our troops make up a proportion yeah, of but the so UN. Every, 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 I don't and know, we've got the veto. Fuck them, we'd fight the UN. We'd beat the UN. We could beat them, Ben. Well, we could beat... Like 127 nations. Yeah, we could beat them. We're Britain. We used to have an empire. Brexit! <laughs> You've gone very red. full gammon. You've gone, gone very red in the face. <laughs> Never go full gammon. <laughs> Not that fucker who'd rather die than get insulin. I'd rather leave and die than get insulin and stay. <laughs> Fucking clown level 100. I think he did have a football shirt on. There's nothing against football fans, but if you're going to hear a dumb opinion, it's usually coming from a bloke in a football shirt. In this yeah, or with a football badge as his profile picture. Or a, a, a football tattoo. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, the aliens are here. Bernard von Braun talks about this a lot as well, actually. Mm. He, um, he sort of said it was the final card, the fear card. Yeah. That uh, it'll probably be an episode one day when I can find enough mm. shit on it to make a decent. I've been looking into it, but I only find mm. a couple of decent articles on it. But it's the fear on the last card that we played to get to the new world order yeah. is the fake alien invasion yeah. or the real alien invasion. Yeah. Well, they could be in cahoots with the aliens. Yeah, see, if you, if you go back and say, well, okay, the U.S. government has been meeting with the Greys since the fifties, and we've got these very yeah, just don't destroy the White House and leave our government intact. But hey. Well, isn't that Edgar like... Mitchell? Edgar Mitchell in the um, in the WikiLeaks was going on about meeting the aliens and having conferences with them. Yeah, isn't that how like yeah. basic protection racket type things work? Like you know, you send your mate to smash up the shop, and then you go in after him and be like, "Oh, that sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. If you pay me, it'll never happen again." That's true. So yeah. listen, really, boy, you you throw down some missiles, you blow up a few small nations, none of the major ones. No, Lichtenstein. Yeah, somewhere like that. <laughs> Blow a few of them up. This isn't me speaking, this is the government speaking. 
blow up one of the one of them brown countries. People don't tend to care as much, but like you know, it'll be enough to put the wind up everybody, but not enough to break everyone's psyche. Yeah. Like you know, go on, really, boy. And then, yeah, they're destroying Paris or London yeah, or New no, York. No. It's they, like, you know, they won't be able to handle Tehran, that. Tehran probably. Yeah. Tehran probably. Yeah, 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 everyone will just commit mass suicide if like Paris explodes mm. on the news from aliens. But if it's yeah, if it's Tehran, everyone's gonna be like, whoa, that sucks for them, doesn't yeah. it? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. Slight tangent, but like the, the institutionalized racism within us all. Of yep. like, I wrote a poem about it once about like how there's a mass shooting in France, tragic, but everybody changes their Facebook profile to uh, have a French flag on it. Yeah, I called it in my poem "corporate sponsored solidarity." Right? Yeah, but a school bus of kids blows up in uh, Syria or something. No one gives no. a. Because yes. they don't look like us. Yeah. It's that fucking simple. Yeah. No one get people. Think, oh, it happens in them type of countries. They're always blowing each other up. But oh, not Paris. Like, yeah, it's yeah. fucking mental. And we're sort of in the poem. I was basically saying we're letting like Facebook because Facebook gives you the option to have the French flag. It does yeah right? any major yeah. event? You know, but only in the West. Yeah. It doesn't give you that. No. So I called no. it in my poem corporate sponsored solidarity. That's literally what it is. We're letting them dictate to us. Whose death had more weight? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I don't know how I got into that. But yeah, oh, the aliens. Another good name for it is, is, is slacktivism. Slacktivism. Is it of activism? Like slacktivism. Yeah, yeah. So like you know all mm. them um, you know them oh was it the Kobe thing? You know that code Cody. No, they weren't that African. Them like that weird Christian group who were about child soldiers and they wanted that African general oh, down. Shit. Yes, I do know what you mean. What was his fucking yeah. name? Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That was like. Kimani yeah, or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Kobe? You're, you're close Kobe, with Cody. Anyway, we yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden he went from like, yeah, he was a wanted man anyway, but he mm. went from like 75 on the list of, mm. of wanted people to like 9th. Kamini. Kamini? Yeah, can't, can't, I don't know. <laughs> we'll uh, never get uh, it. <laughs> uh, whatever. But it was, but no one did anything. Mm. It was just sort of like, hashtag whatever. Mm. Uh, nothing happened. Yeah. Obama sent some extra troops to the region. They didn't do anything. Facebook is a peace symbol and that just covers everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. But one sec, a kid just died somewhere. Oh no. Just shot, blown up. Oh man, Some sort good. of war zone. And another one, probably. It's happening yeah. right fucking now. Mm, of course it is. genocide happening in Yemen as but we speak? No one gives a fuck because they don't look like us. It's mental. Yeah. It's Western mental. cluster bombs dropping mm. on Yemen that outlawed for us but they can still use. Uh, Send all them arms to Saudis. So yeah, I think the alien invasion, they're yeah. definitely going to blow So in a way, a new yeah. world order, a one world mm. government, would stop all that. Yeah, but what, are they going to level up? Do. Is every country going to suddenly become equal then if it's one world government? We're going to divvy out the money and everyone's economy is going to be the same. Right? Oh, no, we're not. Yeah. Are we? that's, that's also the problem with yeah. it. Depends who you've got. It all boils down to who you've got in charge. When you install the post-capitalist luxury communism... Oh, well... Oh, don't yeah. set him off. We <laughs> <laughs> don't need money, do we? What we need? That's how... You don't want a moneyless society, though, Mike. That's how they control you. You certainly don't want a society without physical money. Because then you're fucked. Somebody can just turn why? you off. What do you mean, why? Well, same name. They do... What, what do you think it, austerity is? Cutting people's money off? Yeah, but... this. this Think about it in principle. If there is literally no physical money at mm -hmm. all, your money only exists electronically. Mm -hmm. That's the only way it exists. 
But what if as a society we've said, right, we're going to share all the food, all transport, it's all going to be free. We're luxury goods, can I still go my luxury? No, no, Energy. Not get, no, 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 no. Have, can I still get wages? That's not what I'm talking about. Someone could just switch you off, like cut you off from the system. I know. Electronically? Walk into a supermarket, just take what you want. That's what if somebody's one way. Turn, I'm, I'm no, 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 you're not understanding what I'm saying. If all money is electronic... So you're thinking about having credit system or something like that? No, no hang on. All money is electronic. Everything's exactly the same as it is now. Ah, there I is no money. physical money. Yeah, fuck, I'm not a hippie, am I? <laughs> it's a conspiracy podcast. If there's no physical money at all, and you step out yeah, of line, yeah, and you don't toe the party line, someone can electronically switch you off the system. Then what do you fucking do? If that's the case, You start yeah, sucking dick can. for a fucking banana or something. Yeah. Like, you're fucked. I can, you can have that system that's in China now. Oh yeah, things are going great over there, aren't they? I'm saying it's bad. I'm saying it's bad. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not advocating for the. What are you going to try and convince me? I'm not a Maoist. I don't want facial recognition cameras on every street corner. I'm not a Maoist. Chairman Mao. Did you teach a cat to man? Oh, <laughs> 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 He's trying to indoctrinate me like that. <laughs> He's ginger. He's red. <laughs> 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 I've said it's bad. The Chinese are that social rating system now. They yeah, do. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. You go on your interview, you watch too much porn. They actually did a Black Mirror. They actually did a Black Mirror episode about yeah. it. If you jaywalk, if you anything, if mm-hmm. it's all on camera, but. Yeah, they're doing a good. Are they still protesting? Is it still kicking? Yeah, out yeah, they're still them? going. Oh, good on them. It won't get anywhere because they're not going to change the Chinese government's mind, are they? No. Is it, what it, the problem is because Britain owned Hong Kong for like mm. so 199 years. It was a lease we we rented it off the Chinese basically, mm. and we made it into this. Well, certainly it's a little more Western. Yeah. You know, skyscrapers and neon lights is a more mm. capitalist system. And China obviously has gone, right, that's ours now, thank you very much. And we've gone, yeah, all right. Uh, Hong Kong looks a lot like Mega City 1 at the effect, moment. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, I think we mentioned it last episode, uh, mm. the protesters forming the, the Roman legionary Testudo using the uh, umbrellas yeah, so they can't yeah. get tear gassed. And that ch- ch- chemistry student who turned the tear gas grenade into some poo. That was what, awesome. What I'm about to say is probably going to sound a bit racist. <laughs> Nothing new there. How <laughs> <laughs> does facial recognition technology work in China? Oh God! <laughs> oh, you may want to cut. This <laughs> no, you're not cutting that. I stand by that joke. <laughs> Fuck them. Bernard Manning of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mate, there's some little Chinese kid somewhere sat there holding his eyes open up where he's going, oh, fish and chips, fish and chips. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck them. Well, that's just, just both ways. Exactly. Both, don't forget your white privilege, guys. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, check your white privilege. Bill Burr's latest stand-up. Spoilers for listeners if you haven't watched it. It's fucking amazing. He's like, I'm sick of being told about my white privilege. By white women? He's like... You're in the jacuzzi with me, bitch! Like, <laughs> fucking hell! I feel bad because I'm not in anyone's jacuzzi. But do you know what I mean? He's got an amazing point. It's like, yeah. you know, check your white privilege. All right, after you. You know what I mean? Like, it, I mean you're a woman in the West. It's, you're, not, you're not oppressed. 
Fuck me, get off. I don't see any white privilege happening in my life, though. The oppression Olympics. You do. You don't see it, though, no. You, you got that job ahead, that black man. Well, I did, because no black guy went for my job. Well, you don't know that, do you? I do, because I know who I went for it. There's like six people went for it, and none of them were black. Well, whatever. Somewhere down the line, you've had yeah. it. Well, to be me. fair, yeah, because like, my best mate Lee knows that when he talks to new people, because he's an Indian guy with long hair, and he's used to a life of people being... Not everyone, but a lot of people being racist. He like pushes up his accent and you know tries to put people at ease. Like that's something that he has to think about, yeah. which is really fucking sad, isn't it? Like, but we don't, do we? You um, don't notice your privilege because you don't. Uh, you just don't notice the. But uh, but it's like when people say it though. Check, mm. like, you've got white privilege. Yeah, what well, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? Because if I fucking black up, so I haven't got it. You're gonna fucking get me oh, fired, Trudeau, aren't you? Trudeau's tried that. It's got him in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't it. understand what is so like. If I wanted to go as Mr. T to a fucking fancy dress, I, d- I don't get what's so. It's not as if I'm like on stage going like Al Johnson, is it? It's like he's fucking dressed up, man. He, oh, I don't know. I don't get it. I guess as a white person, I'm not qualified to comment on it, but I. A blackface? What's the problem? <laughs> oh, fuck, am I racist in myself this week? <laughs> yeah. Alright, yeah, it can be considered offensive. I am joking. Right, but at the same time, it wouldn't bother me if a black guy whited up. It's Hulk Hogan. That'd be funny as fuck! Yeah, hilarious! Wouldn't bother me. Although I've got to say. But then we've not been in a press race. But then race. we haven't been in a press race, but, yeah, there is that. And, and too, I would yeah. say, you know, all jokes aside, like, if you're a white guy doing fancy dress, like, just pick a white character. There's mm. fucking loads. Yeah. There's loads of good ones you can pick, like. And it's all right. Nobody minds green face. You could be the green Hulk. Yeah, yeah. be Hulk. Yeah. Deadpool. If, if you're that intent on painting your face, you know, Joker. Mm-hmm. I am joking. I do. Obviously, I'm not a thick person. Emily, Emily I understand new jokes you think we'll see this Halloween? Uh, oh, the new style one. Yeah. Loads probably. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, me the too. Reviews are good, so. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix is a fucking great actor. Could you read the next article? Yeah, I love him. <laughs> UFOs are fucking real. The Navy says they are. They shouldn't have released those videos. It was all a mistake. Uh, Boom. UFOs, real. Kentucky Hopkinsville ep- encounter, real. Oh, Betty and Barney Hill, real. All of it real. It's happened. How long did that story take? 26 minutes. All right, so next piece of news then. Next piece of news. Passenger takes poo on seat before getting off at Strood bus stop. Wow. This what? is in Kent Live. Oh, and there's a picture. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's oh. a larger gentleman. Oh, man. Is it a gentleman? Yes, it is. I think is so. It, him, so it? it looked like somebody's nan. Could be. <laughs> I was judging it based on the way he was holding that bag. It's basically. not him, is it? Is it him? Well, that's it two different pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Thought it was the same bus. Yeah. Uh, that's him exiting yeah. the scene, I see. Yeah. yeah. Fucking dirty bastard. When you gotta sh- go, you gotta go, I, I, Mike! Go in his own pants and then at least. I don't think I don't think I'm just fucking Would you prefer him to be what, walking just, around plastered in shit? Well, if he's going home, then. Well, you don't know five minutes to the bus pull, stop. Pull the fucking cord, press the button, <laughs> get off the bus and find a hedge to go behind. Don't just drop your ass on the bus, yeah. there's people on it! That is vile. <laughs> uh, a bus passenger reportedly defecated on his seat before getting off at his stop last night. The incident is said to have taken place around 11.45pm at Strood Station. Bus operator Travel Masters posted on social media this afternoon in the hope that someone will be able to identify the person involved. In the post, a spokesman for the company said, To the man who got off at Strood 
at Strood Station last night at 11.45, after defecating on our seat, we have decided to show your face as you sh should be embarrassed and hopefully someone will come forward and name you so we can take the matter forward. Well, they take no prisoners. Wow. But then, yeah, that's pretty mean, you know, isn't it? It's, is that as bad uh, as shitting in a crisp packet like them Burnley women do? <laughs> um, <laughs> at least they're in the queue for the at toilet. At least they tried to get it into a receptacle. Yeah, yeah and they're in the queue for the toilet. Yeah, they were making the effort. Yeah, making the effort. Look at this guy. I mean, at least get off and... <laughs> he shat in a crisp packet. <laughs> I still maintain you're going to be extremely confident of what kind of shit you're going to have. You're going to shit in a crisp packet. How many? I reckon I could fill a crisp packet. <laughs> but you're, going be, you're going to be very confident of what kind of shit yeah. you're going to have. What if it's diarrhoea? Oh, what to fit more in? Uh, well, you need uh, two. You need two packets. And it's not like it's going to be hard to find this guy. He's, he's a very large gentleman. In a cape? And yeah, he's wearing his, to explain to the listener, he's wearing his jacket, but he's got like the top button done up, but nothing else. So it's like Ben says, a bit like a fucking cape. When you were a kid and you used to put your coat on and pretend to be yeah. Batman with the hood, he's wearing it like that. He's very large. He's carrying a large bag. I don't think it's going to be that hard. To identify this guy, to be perfectly honest, he's fucking huge. Imagine the shit that come out of that oh. fucking fella. I bet it wasn't solid. He looks like he's on a high-fat diet. I've often thought that's not fat shit. We're just yeah, making no, an observation. No. I've often thought, isn't it fucking weird? Like you do a shit in the toilet. Obviously, not a right. bus. No, or in a crisp packet. No, you shit in the toilet, right? And it's a, and that thing that comes out your body and then goes into water. So it's suppressed. It's not like it's in the air for long. Shoop, out your bum, into the water. Yeah. Stinks out the entire fucking room <laughs> yeah. for sometimes hours <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> How potent. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's just, you never thought about this? No, what do you mean? It's just, fucking weird. Sometimes I take pride in it. If I, do <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I do actually, I've got to be honest. When all three of them at home complain... I know I fucking I do yeah. get a sort of sense of like yeah, that's a mad yeah. shit. That was a real one. When everyone's going ah, your puny female noses can't take the stench of my man poo. <laughs> shit myself in the shower once. <laughs> I know mine. No, this is a fucking. Mind you, were you ill? I was. I yeah. Yeah. I went before you know, the shower. I was in the shower. I thought, oh fuck. You know what? It just came out. I and it stank. I <laughs> doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> Never shit in the bath, though. <laughs> well, well, done. well done. Oh. oh, I needed that. <laughs> Not as bad as Mike needed it. Though. <laughs> Tell me about it. We genuinely used to have a guy at work, right? And every time for a shit, he'd go to have a shower. He did it for two years for someone to have done. He'd be gone for like half an hour. Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, he'd just vanish. And the people were like... Did he was he just really bad at wiping his ass? I don't know, but it was a, it was a hygiene thing. It was an uh, OCD thing. Yeah. Every time for shit, he would, there was a staff shower. He must have been the only yeah. fucker that used it. Yeah. <laughs> and he would go in and have a shower, dry himself off, go back to it. It wasn't like, where's he gone? Well, cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, this is also a guy that had a tattoo on his back of a self-portrait, a photo of him taken from a photo. He did himself. What? No, no. With, he went to a tattoo artist with a, a profile picture of himself, his head. Right? I want this tattoo on my back wearing a massive crown. 
Okay. Ooh, Genuinely. Let's, let's break down the psychology yeah. of that. Yeah. Is he a confident man. guy? Hmm? Is he a confident kind of guy? He, would have, he was. He was a very confident guy. Not so yeah. popular with the ladies because he was a bit weird. He used to talk right. to himself a lot. Okay. But he used to strut around like he was the most confident man on the planet. Right. He had obviously he had this tattoo of himself wearing obviously a bejeweled s- crown. Sees and you know what? As a it king. was a it was a very good likeness of the tattoo. Oh, oh. It was an excellent tattoo. I, that's a new one on me, a tattoo of your own face. Yeah. yeah. That's mental, isn't it? Isn't it? That's genuinely mental. At least he was on his back, though. Imagine your chest. Oh, That'd be God. so off-putting to women. New thing, he's actually, he was actually a closet, closet homosexual. Uh-huh. Right? He's actually a champion power bottom. Right. So he's got the crown on his head on the tattoo, so they see it when he's bent right. over. The, the whole woman thing was just like, I'm working in a warehouse for dudes, I'm not going to be openly gay. Yeah. And we're asking these women, because he was always asking the hottest women out, mm. and they would obviously reject him. Uh, so, in a way, maybe he was a maybe, masochist, an emotional masochist. You know, or he didn't care if they rejected him, because mm. he's just uh, doing it for show. Uh, and they're like, oh, well, he, he asked her, well, she mm. turned him down, though. Uh, well, you know. Mm. your own face, man. <laughs> something that incredible. Oh, I saw something might be a nice gift idea for you Mike I didn't see the price of it but basically you send this company a picture of your pet mm-hmm. oh I've seen that and they, they send back a portrait of like your pet wearing like dressed up as like George the Fourth or something like yeah you know like, I mean? like, like, army you old army you yeah, look and they look like, took sort of why suit. did you think that would be hard like they look that? amazing because you've got a cat <laughs> yeah, I hate I'm a, I'm a fucking peaceful man I don't agree with an army no no it wouldn't be that no, yeah, you can pick any uniform oh, oh, he could be a Victorian gentleman yeah yeah, gotcha. yeah they just stick the cat's head, head on yeah. on that and he's looking yeah. at his eye and, and it's really could well be done an astronaut uh, it's really well done as well his little helmet under his arm yeah <laughs> yeah mate yeah. I watched my cat fall out of a tree this morning and it was the funniest fucking thing yeah. I've ever seen it was amazing <laughs> he was alright but uh, he hung on to the last like with his front paws and literally his body was stretched out straight <laughs> with he's just dangling down like ah, no and I was like just let go boy just let go <laughs> did he land on his feet he was uh, yeah I think so yeah he was alright bless him I don't think he's recovered from the party we had the other night he's been very he hasn't forgiven us for it we put him through like 12 hours of hell you know what no I mean way. Well, his private little sanctuary just suddenly became noisy as fuck, didn't it? And yeah, yeah. And like, he's been like, I found him asleep in my pants drawer. <laughs> like, he's trying to find the smallest, most protected places he can. He's looking at me like, fuck you. <laughs> this place was full of cunts and I didn't like it. I was like, well, neither did I, mate. I didn't choose the party. Fuck. I did be I would come along, you know, I, I was back home. I didn't see your text o'clock. till fucking... I mean, you, I was... I was pretty drunk, but I'd have fucking come along anyway. Yeah, to be fair, you'd have been disappointed because the beer ran out fast, man. Like, Leona's dad just started. He only had four cans. I had 12. <laughs> and I knew what was going to happen because I've seen his pints disappear very quickly. And he was fucking helping himself to mine yeah. then. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. And then he nearly got me in shit. Everyone fucked off. And he's not supposed to smoke because he's had lung like issues. Yeah. Um, like real scares, mm. like, you know black spot on your lung like so he cut the smoking on the head I was trying to skin up for my final joint of the night and he was hovering round his missus was hovering like I know what you're up to <laughs> and I was like he's like I'm going to have a toke on that and I'm like oh, fucking hell man you're not getting me in it so I went upstairs like Leona your dad's trying to smoke what? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm being honest I'm fucking selling him out like <laughs> I'm not getting the blame for it she's like oh let him do it he wants so he has like two tokes and he hasn't smoked in like a year or something and he's like Pfft. Oh, for <laughs> 
No, no, lad. I was just like, fuck me. Was that worth it, mate? <laughs> but then again, I don't know what it's like to have to give up no, smoking and then go to a party where everyone's just fucking... That's and true. This was a new experience on me. Mm. I couldn't give a joint away, man. Fucking hell. Do you smoke? No, I don't touch that shit. What the fuck problems have you got then, mate? <laughs> you know what I mean? Schizo. <laughs> I couldn't fucking give away a joint, man. <laughs> Offered it to some of these... I met a uni lad, Jack's age... He's in his first year of uni. He was like a puppy, this gay lad. Not because he was gay, but because he was... I was like, do you drink? Do you want to drink? No, I don't drink. Like, at all? No, I don't drink alcohol. Do you smoke? Do you... No, nothing. I was just like, oh, what are you? Like, and he was just like this happy little puppy. He was just like, oh, I don't mm. need to. I was like, fuck me, man. Wow. What a life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Fuck was you, he, being what, happy without needing drugs. Was he like that little dog that then people took around the globe and gave a variety of different outfits <laughs> we, had, we had on the news yeah. ones? I bet he's the kind of guy that shits on buses. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably into some dirty S&M shit. That, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going, after he finished that party, he went to some underground S&M club and got part of the same time yeah. and whipped for a while. Fuck me, daddy. <laughs> Put a sex swing and anally violated by several, <laughs> several men. Maybe. <laughs> Allegedly. Nothing easy time to take you know. Nah. You know, just I did find it no funny. No drink, no drugs, you and something, pal. <laughs> I do find it funny as well that like uh, my partner's nephew is openly gay, like and his whole family just completely accepts it, you know, even like granddad, everybody totally fine with it. That's good, isn't at it? At all. Yeah. But as soon as he tried that like I'm gender neutral, mm-hmm. everyone literally said to his face, Oh fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> His dad, his mum, everybody, oh, fuck off with that cock The tolerance to a certain level. Yeah, it was, I just found it hilarious, just like... <laughs> I, you know, I'll be honest, I'll be the fucking same if I said, dad, I'm gay. Yeah, alright, no problem. Absolutely fine, Whatever, man. don't care. I'm gender neutral. What the fuck does that even mean? Do you want a cock in your no. arse or you want to get a pussy? What's it matter? Maybe he wants both. Maybe he wants both and he's bi, isn't he? Or not. Gender neutral. Oh, who cares? Anyway. Uh, What's this? Look, we're 36, we're never going to fucking come to grips no, with it. No, you've lost us on that one. To the younger generation, you're never going to... You've lost yeah. us on that one. We'll, you know, we're too old for that shit. We just <laughs> are. It makes no sense to us. Like, I've said this many times on the show, and then we'll move on. Like the, I always knew there would become a time when the world stopped making sense to me, and I felt old and sort of on the wrong side of culture, do you know what I mean? I didn't... I think it just gets worse as you get older, mate. I didn't think it would be in my mid-thirties, though, <laughs> yeah, Mike. I thought maybe when I'm 50, the world yeah, will stop I'm making sense to me, but I'm 36, and I'm like, you're 25? When I was 18, I thought I'd still be coming out, you know, every night, the weekends, when I'm when I'm 30-something. Don't you remember the Homer Simpson quote? You know, I used to rock and roll all night, every day. <laughs> then it was every other day. <laughs> then it was every weekend. Now I can barely find one night a week to get funky. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it, isn't it? One night a year? No, he's like 40 on the show, know. isn't he? He's, he's yeah. like 40. Well, yeah. this is why we're going to support the Tigers this season, because we're going to fucking make a commitment to drag ourselves out. To, to an event. Yeah, to a thing. Like, And it's going to be a boy thing. My missus is not going to be happy about it, but fuck her. Oh, <laughs> the so nicest we're possible. We're doing a podcast. You're, doing, you're getting one night away at the weekend for a podcast and a night for the hockey. Oh, I'm pushing it, man. I think you are. I think, I think you're getting strap-on raped. I tell her all point. the time, you can go out with your friends. Fuck off. Like, honestly, I don't mind. Go out with your friends. Fuck off. Get the house.
man time. And then she'll come back. Well, I want to do things together. Uh, with you, she will be. I think she's going to come to the hockey yeah, next Sunday, cool. which is fine. Yeah, because I, I don't think she's going to come every time though. Um, but like, <laughs> well, they always do with me. Because hey. hey. I do literally get the like. Oh, I wish you'd take me out. And it's oh fuck, I fucking hate going out. Though. It so costs I'm, money. Hang on. I wish you'd take me out. Let's go to a nice hockey match yeah. with my friends. <laughs> I'm bringing the boys. And you can be the only female there. No, there's there's a quite a large. <laughs> I would say. No, no she's the only female in our. Oh, group. in our group, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what they're like. She'll bump into another one, won't she? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> in the ladies' room. <laughs> I've got full Bernard Manning this episode. They always go to the toilet together. <laughs> they do. <laughs> we all like. Well, I guess you have no penis, you're going to have to go there with us to the toilet. That'd be a bit weird. Is there anything worse than a bloke talking to you at the arena? Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck off, you pervert! Yeah. Or, <laughs> when you stood down an end, yeah, there's like three year old, oh, he comes and stands right next to you. That is wrong. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, mate? That that's is, not etiquette. No, I always that's not your rhino because etiquette. Because if you're the third one in, there's a guy at one I end. I never pick the, the middle one. You go with the middle. middle. Yeah. And then if someone else comes in, that's where the difficult choice yeah. is for you. If you're the fourth man in... If there's an odd number of... An odd, then you yeah. get eight. But, well, no, I, I just... I have to make a choice of left or right. Is anybody behind me, I might wait. If there's no one behind me, I might wait. Mm. If there's people behind me, you've got to go. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. It depends how many say, beers are oh, in me. Oh, wait, you next. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's depends. Depends. Do you know what? I've honestly gone... I hate to admit it, I'm losing man points here, but if there's only one urinal left... And there's an empty cubicle. Yeah, yeah, cubicle. I'll go piss in the cubicle. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. not fucking muscling in between no. two men with their. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird being a it man, is. isn't it? It's, uh, well, it's yeah. horrible, isn't it? There's nothing worse than standing next to. Yeah. Fuck you, male privileged feminists. <laughs> <laughs> nothing worse than going to your right yeah. and there's two blokes on the side of you. And sometimes your your piss is like a little. T- I'm speaking for myself. I'm doing a little trickle piss, a really pathetic <laughs> piss. Like, and the guy next to me is just going. <laughs> I think it's, you can it's see it at the corner of your eyes. Yeah, you can see like, their streams. Jesus Christ, why don't I piss like a real man? <laughs> <laughs> He's calling me names in his head. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's, yeah. And your eyes have to remain at that uh, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. normal level. Do not look to the side. Do not look down. <laughs> there was one, I can't remember what pool it was, but there's one pool I went into and every day... Well, they changed the... There was a, a photo frame in front of each your aisle, mm. a frame on the wall, and they would put the front page of a newspaper... Ah, I've seen there. that. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you go there, and you look straight ahead, and you read the newspaper. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm being educated and pissing. <laughs> I remember that. They must have done that in a few pubs. It must have been a thing. Yeah. yeah. So I've definitely seen that. Yeah. But I love how simple we are as men. Did you, you hear that thing that come from that book, Nudge, that, like, it was some airport somewhere... And they all they did was put a vinyl sticker of a fly, yeah, in the urinal, right? Right. And we are such fucking simpletons as men. What's that fly become then? Target. Exactly. <laughs> we can't resist trying to hit the fly with the piss. <laughs> so it's we true. concentrate a little bit more, and they like empirically like tested it. Like yeah. the toilets were a certain percentage, like massive difference of cleanliness, like <laughs> much less piss on the floor. We are that. Fucking easily led <laughs> psychologically. <laughs> I fucking wouldn't change it for nothing. Just don't, just don't go shitting on buses. No, don't do that. No, don't shit on a bus. Next one. Okay. <laughs> Bigfoot hunters to blame for illegal marijuana suspects escape. 
Texas law enforcement are blaming Bigfoot hunters for their lack of success in capturing suspects who are allegedly operating an illegal marijuana field near Dallas. Recently, a joint law enforcement compromise a joint law enforcement compromising the Delta County Sheriff's Office, game wardens and the Department of Public Safety went into action after receiving a hot tip from hog farmers that a quote substantial marijuana field was in operation within a protected wildlife management area. With full aerial support and dope sniffing hounds, the Texas Task Force, well, that's a tongue twister, the Texas Task Force <laughs> discovered a farm of 6,550 cannabis plants Ooh. near Sulphur River. That doesn't sound clean, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, which has an estimated street value of $6.5 million. I wonder how much value Mike Tyson's farm has got. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's smoking 30 grand a month. Tens of millions. <laughs> this was not someone playing around and experimenting, Texas Game Warden Captain Steve Stapleton said. Oh, what a fucking title yeah. for a job of Texas Game oh, Warden Captain. I thought you were going to say his name. That's like a... That's an action hero. It is actually Steve Stapleton. Steve yeah. Stapleton. And I'm a Texas game warden. And you can imagine his boss, Stapleton! <laughs> least, I want your badge and your gun. At least three times a year he gives his boss his badge and his gun. <laughs> I want your game warden badge. <laughs> I want your butterfly net. <laughs> Here's my butterfly net, Captain. <laughs> and my badge. And my gun. And my knife. I'm a I'm, teaser. I'm going after this fool alone. <laughs> Outside the law. <laughs> Don't be crazy, Stapleton. That moose is massive. <laughs> we'll never take it alive. <laughs> I'm going to take it down my pants. <laughs> Steve Stapleton is the game warden. <laughs> <laughs> frozen elbow I've just realised I could probably do an awesome like sort of headlock that no one can get out of because my arm doesn't move that way bitch <laughs> try it seriously go on <laughs> live live choke pen out live on air we don't need to go down I'll tap but I can... <laughs> we'll do it episode 150 didn't we decide we, one of us was going to take heroin live on air oh no that was that uh, Mike yeah, I think so we're all gonna, of us didn't we? Oh yeah, we're all going to get doped up. That was a DMT. What was it? Ayanaska. Ayanaska, is that it? Yeah, and then I think yeah. the joke delved into, oh, we'll just do dope and it'll be heroin and it'll just be a silent podcast <laughs> as we all sit here, like, nodded out. <laughs> what you can hear is someone choking on a vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made that joke last time, but it was worth making again. <laughs> That's so dark. Oh, man, my friend sent me something ridiculously dark today. Like, it was a story of, like, this guy in an office they thought he was asleep oh fuck i saw the meme yeah, yeah so the entire office gathered round him for a selfie turns out he was dead yeah the heart <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and my mate nico sent it to me and he was like well if this happened to you because i'm a driver he's like you wouldn't have to worry about selfies because you'd be in a ditch wouldn't you and i was <laughs> and i said yeah or it would happen at traffic lights and i'd cause a 10 mile tailback and anyway he's a care worker and he said well if it happened to me <laughs> it would just be some a word I won't tell you. Asking my dead body for a drink for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Said that is the darkest shit. <laughs> what an image. 
<laughs> to borrow a phrase from Ben, that's grimdark. <laughs> <laughs> but grim did none dark. of those colleagues notice his chest wasn't moving? Or like, well, he looked in the, the photo. He looked. He was grey. Mm, yeah. I mean, he he had a he, he he was dead. Yeah. It was, so was, 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 was not shit. I mean, all right. Do you reckon I, I that's traumatic for the no, people that found out? <laughs> oh fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a first aider. I've been a first aider for like 10, 13 years. Mm. I've never had to do CPR. Luckily, Thank I've never God. found a dead body. Nothing like mm. that. I know people at work who have. Ready out. Yeah. At work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crikey. Oh man, we had a security guard go down with a heart attack in the fucking on the gatehouse. Oh shit. Yeah. He was there for Heart's. ages. Yeah, too late for the CPR to make yeah. a difference. He, he survived, but he... Oh, really? Oh, thank he fuck. survived, but he died later on well, because of it. Um, One person found a lorry driver dead in the cab. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your place is cursed, man. Oh, God. You got a guy that hung himself the other day, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Not at work, though. No, no, no. Well... Never anyone do it at A man, work. again, like we were saying. Yeah, and he was in his early 30s. It was tragic. He's Biggest killer of men. Talk to somebody, lads. Yeah, Reach out do. for fuck's sake. Uh, for fuck's sake. We've all it's been not there. You that's, it's not you that's wrong, it's just society. Exactly, mate. we've all been there. It's not weakness. And it's and incredibly... Message us if you, if you really don't want to talk to you, fucking message us and we'll, well, yeah. we'll talk to you. Reach yeah. out to anyone, there's numbers, there's lines. If we were professional, we would. but you can Google it, it's all up there. It's just fucking hell. That's my public service announcement. Well, uh, 100 episodes, we're doing public service announcements. Well, you know, we have a social responsibility, yeah. Ben, as, as, a, as megastar agree. podcasters. That's it. We're the Beatles of the podcast world. Was it three of us? Well, Ringo. No. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just had one of them wind-up monkeys. Taps the cymbals. You talk with the voice of Thomas the Tank like that. I think Brexit's really cool. Peace and love. Peace and love. Oh, fuck off, you millionaire. That was a G7 impression. No, that was me Ringo. Savile's more like... Um, what was that little rhyme I made up? Do you remember it? No. <laughs> Something about the hospital. Dingle, jangle, dingle. Oh, no, was it like. It was for Christmas, wasn't it? We did Jimmy Savile's Christmas episode, yeah. yeah. It was like, Jingle, jangle bells, Jimmy smells, a fresh corpse in the mortuary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're moving on. Stand, moving on. Carrying on with the article. So, how did the. So, oh, it's me reading it. We've done Steve Stapleton. 6.5 million. Pounds worth of marijuana. We've read dollars. Of the, the drug busters. A group of Bigfoot hunters who were hoping to find the hairy Sasquatch were stomping all over the place. <laughs> Cameras at the ready, which is when cops say they lost the trail of the suspects. The justice obstructing hunters are not believed to be suspects, nor is Bigfoot himself. Good. I like me a hairy Sasquatch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a While the hairy hominid is... <laughs> <laughs> what did you call my mother? <laughs> um, he's best known for inhabit. Is he best known for inhabiting the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, but it's like true. that would. But if he's best known for inhabiting it, that would incline that he's real. Because he is. Oh. The enthusiast may have been looking in the Lone Star State after a San Antonio man claimed to have shot and killed a Bigfoot. Where's the body, San Antonio man? San Antonio man. Oh, this is it. Because you'd think if you shot something like that, you'd at least, if it was too big to move, you'd, you'd whip your phone out and take a picture. Or if well, you didn't have a phone, you'd cut a finger off or something. Cut it off? Ah, oh, yeah. There you go. Imagine that, just walking in and going, putting that yeah. on someone's desk. Where's my reward? Yeah. 
Like the biggest skeptic in the country, like the, whoever he is, the world's most famous skeptic, just walk into his office, <laughs> put that on yeah. the desk. What do you think of that then, you cunt? <laughs> <laughs> so, I hate skeptics. It's like Joe Rogan says, being a like committed skeptic is a bit like a belief system in itself, like a religion mm, in itself, because yeah. you're absolutely committed to just calling bullshit on everything. You know what I mean? Like, there's no open yep. mindedness to. Yeah, fucking yeah. skeptic. It's like Brian Dunning. Oh, uh, Skeptoid podcast, yeah. Joe Rogan destroyed he him, did. though, didn't he? He did. I Absolutely. must listen to that one, actually, because I used to listen to Skeptoid. Mm. And while I admit, he, he did used to do some good research and everything, and mm. he only ever explained the easiest cases. I, to be honest, the, the episodes where he doesn't, when he clashes with people, they're few and far between. I, they're too awkward for me to listen to. I can't handle awkwardness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And cringe comedy I find really difficult. So sometimes so, I can't watch Peep Show. I love Peep Show. But I do yeah, love it, it gets but a bit, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, it's too much. I don't know what it is with cringe. Yeah. The Office is the same as well sometimes. I, know, I don't like Ricky Gervais. Either. I think he'd like his stand-up. I probably would because he does a lot of atheism stuff. And, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good stand-up. His most recent one on Netflix, I think he'd like it. But I get that he's, he's fucking Marmite. Definitely Marmite. But, so, yeah, to conclude that story... Bigfoot's real, and so is marijuana. Yeah. I think that's what we take can from we, that, isn't it? Can we it? have a quick piss break? Of again, course we can, can, sir. Thank you. Mind you, it's the 100th episode. One of us should piss ourselves in celebration. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Prison oh, champagne. That's so warm. <laughs> so, let's talk about reptilians. For the second time, Yeah. let's talk about reptilians. We should so, just say sorry to... Weird news doesn't normally take that long, but we're in a kind of celebratory mood, yeah. so... It's yeah. 100 episodes, baby! 100 episodes. Woo. It's our centenary. Yeah, but we man. definitely will be getting a letter, a telegram from the <laughs> Queen after this episode. <laughs> when we out her as a lizard, she's not going to send us a damn telegram. I'll send us a turd in a box. <laughs> a lizard turd. Yeah. From all the family. That yeah. bitch. Sorry. Sorry, Queenie. <laughs> Right, Gaz, we don't, um, Mr. Okay. Ike's disclaimer. So we, we should say, this Mr. Ike's reptile theory was uh, laid out in 2000 in this 500-page monster book called Children of the... Ma well, I'll read you the full title. Okay. This is literally the title of the book, listeners. Children of the Matrix, the most comprehensive explanation ever written of the reptilian manipulation of human society by the man who brought it to public attention. I bet they wish they just called it Children of the Matrix. Yeah, what a title. Now, when I read the original pressing of this book, it was, you know, textbook size, like you yeah. have at uni. So imagine this thickness, but that it oh, gave yeah. it a kind of... That weird between A4 and A4. Yeah. Because yeah. it felt like a book I'd had at uni... It gave it this kind of legitimacy. I don't know, it's hard to explain. It felt yeah. like a textbook and it had diagrams yeah. and stuff in it. But anyway, he re-released this book in 2017. And this is the brief introduction that he writes at the start of the book. I wrote Children of the Matrix in 2000 and early 2001 when you would not have needed many fingers to count the number of people who would take seriously the idea that a force taking a reptilian form could be manipulating the human world of the seen from the unseen. It was a joke, right? I mean, you're having a laugh, yeah? Either you're mad or reptilian is a metaphor for something else. You can't mean literally 
I did indeed mean literally. <laughs> he did. And I still do. He does. <laughs> oh, yes. That probably refers to the uh, accusations of yeah. anti-Semitism yes. against Pe- David Icke. Basically, he says reptilians and well, and people. some people say that he means... Jewish people. Which makes no sense, because then... So what is he saying? Jewish people come from out of fucking space. Or the lower fourth dimension. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, he does attack Jewish people as well, though. He attacks everyone, yeah. though. He's an equal opportunity yeah. attacker. A Zionist not for being a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. When I first came across these extraordinary revelations, I put a series of words into a search engine like reptilian aliens and reptilian extraterrestrials and only a handful of matching pages came up. Do the same today and see the fantastic difference. This is why we are republishing Children of the Matrix in 2017. Its time has now come. So much has changed since the original publication. So many quote mad claims in the book have turned out to be true and so many minds have opened worldwide to the increasingly blatant fact that reality is not what they thought it was and have been told all their lives that it was. Reading back through the book before this publication, even I was taken aback by how revelatory it was in 2001 compared with what has happened and come to light since then. Yes, I know a great deal more now, and I have published this ever-expanding information in subsequent books such as Tales from the Time Loop. Uh, oh, I'll let you read them out later. He's got lots of other books, yeah. folks. Uh, there are but, a few titles where he comments on this, but uh, yeah. But I couldn't be more pleased with the way that Children of the Matrix has stood the test of nearly two decades since the first words were typed and all the ridicule that has followed its publication has been worthy. Every jibe, jeer and joke. If what you say has validity, it will eventually be shown to be so. And this is just the start. David Icke, December 2016. Mm. So... And he's kind of right, like, this was underground as fuck 20 years yeah. ago, and now it's a joke, like a commonplace, oh, the Queen's a lizard, it's a uh, sort of shorthand for I'm a, a conspiracy nut. Tinfoil yeah. on the windows, mm. the Queen's yeah. a lizard. Yeah. Well, I for one, have an open through. mind. The things that he went through after he, oh, he was yes. on the Wogan show, wasn't This he? is why I respect him. Yeah. This is what his movie that I haven't seen yet, is about, it's called Renegade, like, when you've been ridiculed as much as he Seems was. Seems like it's still an 80s stuff. Yeah, it does. But, like, he okay. makes a really good point, though. Yeah. Oh, we should maybe back up for the listener. If you're not versed in the David Icke, essentially in the 80s, when he had a bit of a, a bit of a mental health issue, I would say, he went on a national television programme, you can find the clip online, and basically said that he felt like he was the son of God. Yeah. And this guy was, previous to this, a professional football player, yeah. then a professional journalist. sports presenter, journalist for the BBC. Leader of the Green Party. Yeah, he was a politician yeah, too, yeah. an MP. I don't think he was an MP. Oh, he was not an MP, no. but just a member. He was a leader. Oh, the leader. Leader oh, of the party, yeah. Fucking hell, fair But they had no MPs at the time. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I remember that even the, the, the Green Party has all two one. or three, one MP and mm. she's the leader yeah. at the moment. I mean, she, she could lose the next yeah. election so he goes Possible. on TV and has basically a mental breakdown on national television. Mm. Back in the 90s, before cable probably, when there Just was... Just about starting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but there was basically four channels. So millions of people fucking saw this. And the, the Wogan show. It was the Wogan show, yeah. yeah. It was one it was, of the main entertainment was, shows we yeah, had. Yeah, it was like two 
talk shows yeah. in the UK, the pa- Parkinson, yeah. Michael Parkinson, and Terry Wogan. Um, yeah. And Wogan was a bit of a cunt to him, because yeah. he was clearly a man... Wogan was a bit of a cunt full stop. Yeah, uh, he was a man having issues. Anyway, and from this, like, Ike basically has this amazing stance, and it's one of the things I respect about him, where he's like, when you have been nationally ridiculed to that level, when your children are getting laughed at in the street, nothing anyone can say can fucking hurt you anymore. It's a freedom. He's got yeah. a freedom that we don't have, because that man... I believe genuinely doesn't give a fuck no. what anyone think says or bit. thinks about him. I don't know. I think he's he going on be... about it all the time. So for me, uh, that means okay, that he yeah. must have a, still have a problem with it. But I he, think he's still hurting. Maybe. He must hurt, man. I, I think that to be but, the national. But he's got the, the balls to stand by his. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think he it made him. It was the making of the man. Yeah, he could have shrunk and killed himself. Now that stuff has come out that's proved him right, yeah. he's using that... He predicted 9-11. ...ridiculing as justification for his own views. Now, he doesn't, he doesn't stand by a sort of God thing anymore. No. And he's not so much into the... He doesn't mention the reptilian thing as much. Yeah. I think he will when asked. Um, yeah, when asked, yes. I'll tell you a good video we'll find later to play. It's a video I used to send to people all the time. There's like just a short YouTube video of predictions he got right. Yeah. And there's more than one or two. I'm pretty sure I said there would be a major attack against the West on Western soil that would justify a war. Yeah. Yeah, but that was written in the project for the American Century, so. It, oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. He's just referring to that book. I mean, okay. I, I, I think, think that's also the other thing with David Icke is that his sources aren't always the best. No. Now the thing with this book, like the Children of the Matrix, is a fucking tome. And at the end of each, like, okay, I'm showing the boys now. This is the end of a chapter. Sources. Can you see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, but if you actually look at what the sources are, a lot of them sometimes will be like a fucking... Man I met in the pub. No, it'll be a link to some uh, website. But he does quote people. What Ben said is that he quotes people in the book where he's like, a, a fellow I met at some thing he told me. Yeah, yeah. And then reports that as like it's... Evidence. His or best evidence, evidence he comes back to is Credo Mutoir, which is mm. the Zulu shaman. But he also says a lot of things which are Zulu. basic. But he's the one who who told me about them. Like he's the one who told me about not personally. I don't know him, but you know, what I mean, from reading his books and watching his videos, when I went down the rabbit hole of like pyramid-based power structures, mm-hmm. you know how like he uses this awesome, like beautifully simple example of like take any corporation, McDonald's for example. Does the guy sweeping the floor in a McDonald's restaurant yeah. have the same knowledge as the very top? That's Marxist theory. theory. That goes back to Marx. Right, okay, I'm showing my own ignorance, but he's the one who taught me yeah. about that. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with um, that. So then, when you break that down and it, it, well, transfer that to a government, yeah, and like then people. This is why I get so frustrated with people who call us conspiracy theorists and tinfoil hat wearers. You most educated people who fucking watch the news and read the Guardian and take it all as fucking you know as concrete like what the fuck possibly makes them think that the very people at the top would share information with us fucking muggles on well, the bottom it's, it's of course they it's, it's, I'm with him 100% on that yeah me too it's wealth as well oh yeah the entire society is a pyramid of information and wealth and that what controls society information and wealth uh, and the one of the things we're in neoliberal economic era is just to make money flow to the top mm. yeah and one of the things I took him as with a pinch of salt at is this idea that 
all the presidents, it's all the same bloodlines and... Yeah, I, I googled it and you fucking bloody yeah. well can trace Trump yeah. and Clinton and yeah. Bush back Isn't to it? fucking royal families. Obama, Obama, through marriage Clinton, and cousins. Like cousins or something the queen. like that. Hey, no, to each Obama's other. related to the Queen. Right. So what a coincidence that the two what presidential the candidates... Yeah, did you know that? No. Yeah. Mate. So, so even Obama through cousins and marriage and things, but you yeah. can fucking link Trump back. There's to only it. ever been one American president. It was some Dutchman. I forget his name now. Let me guess. He died for so many days. I don't, I don't know. I don't mm. think so. I think. See, so this is what, only one person that wasn't related to the Queen. And that's what freaks me out about this because if things like that it. are true, yeah. then <laughs> where does it end? How much of this? Is true. I'm you know what I mean? Justify like, it. But it's a big leap to go from a conspiracy mm. amongst an elite to reptilians. And reptilians being involved. Well, I'm trying to justify it by how cousins are married. Cousins. I'm not saying it's not possible. Trust me, Ben. Doing Google, I was mind blown no, when I, I googled tried, it. I'm trying to work out in my head family trees and say, well, okay. So let's say we go back to the uh, social America. This was in the 17th century, 16th century, mm. and. I don't know, the, you might have English minor lords, oh, the sons of lords who go to America, set themselves up as an aristocrat, or certainly not yeah. in, an aristocrat not in name, because the Americans have no, no nobility, but certainly have money, mm. and certainly live that lifestyle, and yes, they are related to the House of Hanover, who Ike specifically names, or mm. even earlier kingships, you know, the, crest, the coat of arms stays with them no matter where they go. They may not inherit, but they'll certainly, wherever they go, they have that. Maybe that That's one kind of, of things plays into a part of it, but... It's one of the things... Someone like Obama, who's yeah. Hawaiian and... Well, it's, you know, well, well, in Hawaii, well, was it, a British... Would it not party. lead you to maybe believe that no presidential candidate is by accident? Do you know what I mean? Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's uh, it. If they're all sharing the same distant family relation then you've got to look at maybe that one world government's arrived right. a bit sooner than we thought it did and it's one of the things that bended my mind about reading this book Children of the Matrix is and I know listeners might be listening screaming at me just read other books you fucking idiot but I've never got into ancient fucking history right yeah but he spends chapter after chapter it's a fucking dense book he's talking about ancient Sumer and yeah, fucking Sumeria, yeah He's talking about ancient human history, man. Like, and Yeah. Nephilim. Well, but I know I could read a, a, better, a different them. book by a better historian and maybe get some better knowledge, but just... <laughs> the dude is... It's 500 pages. It's not as if he's no, just he's like... He's Yeah, he is... Well, he's thorough to a point. He's thorough yeah. in his writing. He's thorough in his mind. research, I would argue. Yeah, but when drawing his conclusions, he relies a lot upon... The Anecdotal way, evidence. Yeah, Anecdotal evidence. And that's what every, UFO, that's what every anal induction counter is, isn't it? Anecdotal evidence. Which is why I don't like them. Yeah. It's true. It's Because I loved aliens, talking <laughs> about aliens, but UFO abduction stories, I always rip them, don't I? And because yeah. I just have a sort of thing of like, but there's no... It's all just some fucking dude's story. That's why I can't... You know, whereas show me that video we were discussing earlier where you can actually fucking see something weird going on and I'm like, whoa, mind blown. Yeah. And I love UFOs and the idea of them. It just alien abductions have never... They've never captured my imagination, really. I just call bullshit yeah. on all of them, which might be wrong. Because like David Icke himself said, he says this in this book, to believe them all would be fucking insane. 
Yeah. But to discount every single one of that's them would be one. equally as yeah. insane. You need one. That's mm. it. So, yeah. All right, um, well, let's see what uh, David Icke has okay. to say about the situation. Just two seconds, yeah. guys. Yeah. I should point out that we will probably be referring to him as Saint Ike well, at some point in the show. He's one of the patron saints yeah, of the show. Yeah, this is your first episode, and we're 100 in now. I yeah. think he should be actually be the patron saint of conspiracy theory. Totally, do you know what I mean? Because he's got way more know. fucking credibility than fucking Alex. Blah. And Tony Blair. Well, yeah. He's, you know, I don't think Alex believes a word of anything he says. Alex is an actor. Alex is the oh, biggest fake on planet Earth. Yeah. Alex but, is in the cash. That's oh, yeah, damn straight. Uh, I have been watching some awesome videos of him like, you couldn't kill us as easy as it could. That's right, we're on the internet. Because he's still on fucking line. He's still on fucking YouTube and all that. They couldn't kill him. They made him when they did that yeah. to him. But anyway, I, 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 I Mr. Yeah. Ike has a, a more... Uh, Slightly more credible hue. And I believe yeah. he believes what he's saying. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. I don't have to believe what he's saying, but he believes it, which is yeah. enough for me. Yeah. So, in short, Patron says the show, David Ike, Tony Blair, Alex Jones, oh, yeah. for various reasons. <laughs> Put fluoride in the water, turn the freaking frogs gay! Yes. Love that man. Right, so let's see what uh, St. Ike has to say. As I've been trying to uncover how the world's controlled by a few people, which it is, and who those people are, it has emerged from my research that, bizarre as it may seem, uh, a reptilian race from another world <laughs> interbred with humanity in the far ancient world, creating hybrid crossbreed bloodlines. You see references to these in the Old Testament and into the endless of the ancient texts. In the Old Testament, it talks about the sons of God, which in the original is sons of the gods, plural, interbreeding with the daughters of men to create the hybrid uh, race, the Nephilim. These gods were the literal gods of the ancient people. And they used to sacrifice people literally to the gods. <laughs> and these crossbreed bloodlines, as ancient accounts of them, around the world, were put into the positions of ruling royal power in the ancient world. And then, as is happening today, when you do the genealogy of the ruling families and the ruling uh, positions of power in the world, be they the 42 presidents of the United States of the Bill Clinton, be they the British royal family, be the uh, aristocracy of Europe, any of these key ruling elites, the top of the banking system, the top of the global business system, you hit the family lines which go back to these same ruling lines of the ancient world, royal lines, that the ancient accounts say were the crossbreeds between humanity and these reptilian gods. In other words, a reptilian extraterrestrial race has been controlling planet Earth for thousands of years to this day and putting its genetic compatible bloodline into the positions of power as presidents, prime ministers, banking leaders, business leaders, etc. So that's the theory. So, yes. The gods. 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 So why you had to say that? He was just he was taking a piss out of Americans, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bless him. Ah, so reptilians, also known as reptoids, lizard people. Oh, I like that. Reptoids. Yeah, reptilians, of course. Saurons, draconians, and scaly bastards. Well, that was added Ooh. by me. <laughs>
Yeah, the idea of xenophobe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Is that a, oh, that's, that's a xenophobe with an X? Because I'm, I'm against aliens or xeno? Uh, yeah. Super quick mini tangent, I promise. It'll yeah. be brief. But you know the band Saxon? Yeah. I've been loving a song of theirs called Crusader. I listen to it on repeat. I fucking love that song. But I watched it on YouTube and I went to the comments and I was like, oh. And it's basically everybody like, this fucking song wouldn't pass in 2019. And like, oh my God. And then other people just like, yeah, the Christians, fucking dirty Muslims. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I knew it was about the Crusades and I know what the Crusades were. It was then, Saxon who were a bit like Iron Maiden, like yeah. a poor man's Iron Maiden. Yeah, poor man's Iron Maiden. But yeah, then they, I, I they listen, do historical songs. But this is how thick I am. At the start of the song, it goes, who dares battle the Saracen? Now, to me, the word Saracen is a word that, like, I've heard and it's just associated with old shit. I thought it's the same as Saxon or something like that. That's an old English. Like, and I googled Saracen. I was like, oh, oh, it means Muslims, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this song, like, leave their blood in the sand, the Christians oh, are coming. And I was just like, oh, shit, all the lyrics make sense. Oh yeah, this is a little bit dodgy now, well, isn't it's, it? It's, it's not a fair that Saxon are a white supremacist band. No, no. Oh, they just wrote a historical sick. song. Yeah, they did a song but Maiden are clever. Saying that, they did the Thin Red Line about the Zulu War. They were quite, oh dear, maybe they are a white supremacist band. <laughs> but that album that it's on is so weird, because that's the opening track, right? Yeah. Then the next song is an amazing up-tempo rocker called A Little Bit of What You Fancy. And it's literally oh, that's a little bit of what you fancy always does you good. Yeah! That's, <laughs> that's British slang for shagging me on a chip shop. And it's a little bit of what you fancy, love. It's a good philosophy to live by, I feel. A little yeah. bit of what you fancy always does you good, innit? Yeah. But not too much of it. That's the thing. No, 20 that's... pints, not good. 12, good for you. <laughs> anyway, back to the lizard people. <laughs> Gaslin, what Saracen means? <laughs> also, fine lager used to get an Aldi called Saracen Pills. Muslim pills? Yeah. And two cross that's swords a, and That's emblem. a fucking oxymoron, isn't it? Yeah. They're not allowed and, to drink. And two cross swords mm. and emblem, 5% wow. get you smashed. Lovely. Uh, Eight cans of that, mate, you know where you are. You don't know where you are, that's what <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Either way. So... The idea of reptilians was popularized by Saint David Icke and a conspiracy, uh, a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist or truth teller, <laughs> truth seeker or researcher, on your point of view, who claimed shape-shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking on human form and gaining political power to manipulate human societies. Uh, Saint Icke has stated on numerous occasions that many world leaders are or are possessed by reptilians. Yeah. Now, we're not talking geckos, are we, in real-life <laughs> no. lizards. We're talking no. about an alien race. Yeah. Humanoid reptiles. That we can't see with our naked eye. Because they've got shape-shifting no. technology, which I'll yeah. get into shortly. Yeah. Okay. He explains that in, yeah. in quite a lot of detail in the book, really. That it's, it's, a, it's technology that's allowing yes. them to do this, basically. Absolutely. Now, according to Ike, tall, blood-drinking, shape-shifting reptilian humanoids from the Alpha Draconis star system or the lower fourth dimension, mm-hmm. now hide in underground bases and are the force behind a worldwide conspiracy against humanity. He contends that most of the world leaders are related to these reptilians, including the British royal family, the Rothschilds, the Bush family, 
the Rockefellers and various aristocratic families around mm. the globe, which is what we've already yeah. said about mm. intermarriage I'll, and I'll Obama be honest with you, and, without oh. putting all my eggs or getting ahead of myself, because we, we usually say how we feel about the conspiracy at the end of the show, you take the reptilian part out of it, I believe every single fucking word mm -hmm. of the yeah. uh, the bloodlines yeah. and the yeah. um, keeping control. You know things they call like them the bleed bloods, don't they? Well, yeah. yeah. But you know, like the thing of people. It's all about blood, actually. With that, yeah. 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 But people like to talk about like my my best friend's Indian. He had an arranged marriage. You know, a lot of people at work and things like that would think that was incredibly fucking insane, but they don't realise that in ours, in in the highest of British society. Arranged marriage happen all the time yeah. to keep the wealth. Right? Uh, blood. It, well, also, but also, literally about money. Like you, yeah. you have to marry this person in this family, or marry your own fucking cousin, or something. Just like a third cousin removed or whatever to keep this. I don't want that fucking your inheritance going to any other fucking bloodline that isn't yeah. an approved one. So you know what I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah, that happens. Really. To you would though, wouldn't you? Even if we were one of them, we'd do it too. Or well, you know. I've just been, like, I can understand the mentality. I know they're cunts, but I, I see where they're coming from in terms of, like, we've got the power, we've got the wealth, and we will keep it at all fucking costs, yeah, yeah. which means only people we fucking know get the fucking job. Right? This is one, there was a bit of an uproar when Prince William married, married Kate, yeah. who was, uh, okay, she was middle class and fairly wealthy, mm. but still... Commoner. Yeah. Commoner by their standards. By their standards, fuck yeah, yeah she was a commoner, yeah. 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 yeah, the future King of England is going to be half mm. common bloodline. Mm. I Philip almost had a stroke when he saw Meghan mm. Markle. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He's Which, kept him alive. Do you, do you think anything... They, they surely couldn't be that. If anything happened to her, like dies in an accident or anything, surely to fuck, the world will be like, hang on. Another one? Do you know why nothing will happen to her? Why is that? Well, if it does, then Harry's with her. He's the. Uh, oh, he he was, he's not Charles's. Yeah, he don't count for mm. shit, does he? He doesn't count, he's the spare. Mm. You've got the heir, and he's got his. Can heirs. he ever have the throne if Will you Only if there's like four or the five other people. Oh, there are people you know? ahead of him? Yeah, William's children are ahead of Harry now. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know. Has he got three now? Yeah. So he, Harry's... That um, must really fuck you up as the little Harry's brother. Harry's like fourth in line. I'd be tempted to kick yeah. them kids off a balcony or something <laughs> while the they're past, waving. In the past, but he's I'm not sure many, many kings did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, kings. There's the princes in the tower and Richard yeah. Heard and, you know, oh, they're the heirs, are they? Huh? No, they're dead. I'm the heir. Uh, Funny yeah. that, isn't it? Funny that. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. Them's the rules. I knew it would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it would have happened. <laughs> uh, um, so, Ike proposes reptilian beings have hijacked the earth and are stopping humanity from reaching its true potential. He claims that the Anunnaki deities from the Babylonian creation myth, as well as possibly being fallen angels who mated with human women, the Nephilim. Yeah. Weird that that's Christianity in, the in there, isn't there? Mm. Well, he's using the Old Testament, well, isn't he? I think, uh, yeah, there is. And I, I think where it comes from, though, is that his kind of suggestion is that, like... Uh, what am I trying to say? That the Bible they aren't angels; they're aliens. Yeah, yeah that's his take. And, yeah, and the, much. the Bible tries to explain yeah. these things through mm. uh, different means, or yeah. whatever. But yeah. he, if you were shepherd four thousand years ago, and you see this fucking tall dude who's mm. scaly and green, you're probably going to think he's a god rather than an alien, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, I'll do people might do today. 
To be honest, well, people yeah. of a certain... I know there's a lot less religiously minded people, but um, yeah. I, some people would think... Cause, I'd pray at an altar of an alien god. <laughs> Sounds pretty metal to me. <laughs> but it's that cognitive dissonance, is it, that the Christians will have if, when the aliens do come, whether they're hologrammatic or not? But they'll have that. Oh well, they must be God's creation. Like, oh, you you arrogant, narcissistic prick! Like, all right, you, it's not enough for you to accept he created this planet. Like, he created all the others as well. And like, if the aliens are clever. Send a bloke down in a hologrammatically version of Jesus. Well, well the army, will, and this ain't conspiracy theory, I don't believe. I think this is factual evidence. One of their sort of theoretical weapons uh, that was an idea banded about would be to fuck with countries in the East. Uh, yes, yes, in the East you're right, yeah, way yeah. more religious yeah. societies projecting giant holograms of Muhammad or something. Oh, not Muhammad, because no one knows what he looks like. All right, but some some sort of religious like. They could cause a fucking moral panic and yeah. control by beaming like this. This godlike figure has come mm. to judge. They, that was a plan, mm. along with gay bombs yeah. and uh, the brown note. And Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Oh, from, um, from Watchmen. From the Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah. Turned up. Everyone thought he was a god. Vietnam War ended. Yeah. Mm. That's an amazing scene. Horrible, but amazing. Yeah. Right. Well, that would that if superheroes were real, that they would li- they would. Almost certainly be implemented in a military capacity oh, yeah. as weapons, and they would be kept under lock and key. Which is why in the boys, have you watched the boys yet? I am not. I'm which not. is why the Superman character—he's not Superman, but he is basically. It's, yeah. It's Superman. He's such a fucking psychopath because he was raised in a laboratory and treated like a fucking uh, test subject. Yeah, and yeah. he's never had a mother and father or a normal, and he's just grown to be this ultimate sociopath who waves to the people like he's you know superman hey i'm uh, I'm your hero you're all safe while i'm still here and behind the scenes he's just murdering motherfuckers left right and center and killing (laughs) politicians to get his way and uh, i do believe it would be that way yeah i see that um actually slightly off topic uh dc have released uh, the red sun Animation. Oh, have they? Oh, yeah, awesome. Uh, new, uh, I've really never like, read that comic, but I love the idea of it. I've always uh, wanted to. Superman is Soviet. He's yeah, right. about that joke. Yeah. It's basically the retelling of the Superman mm. story, but what if instead of mm. landing in Kansas, wherever the fuck he landed, Metropolis, he landed in Russia? Uh, uh, Red Sun, yeah. Mm. No, I've never read it, but I will watch the fucking cartoon now yeah. if it exists. That's an interesting <laughs> take. So... So I believe that a race of shape-shifting reptilian slash human hybrids known as the Babylonian Brotherhood or the Illuminati mm. manipulate global events to keep humans in constant fear so the reptilians can feed off the negative energy. And that's a big thing, feeding off the negative energy. Mm. We're cattle to them. They keep us all in fear, they get yeah. fed. He does. We've just we've even read it out the section of the book before when talking about something else. About he talks about the reason why. Sorry, listener. Fair warning. Gonna get graphic and dark. Of why these fucking powerful people like to rape children and take their adrenochrome is because of the something to do with the the evil the energy that's released when Organ doing energy. that act. Yeah. yeah. Um, like. Yeah. So they use the guillotine mm. because the blood's still pumping. But again, we know that rich, powerful old men 
seem to have some weird fucking predilection for fucking little boys. And girls. Yeah, it always seems to be boys though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Epstein, he was, he's more into girls. Oh, yeah, but he, yeah. come on, I'm not, he was fucking like 16-year-old girls. And I, he's a cunt. I'm not oh, yeah, just yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. but I mean, Ike's talking about the, the fucking children, children yeah. that get, you know, I think, isn't there two different terms, isn't it like a, in America they have like pederast. Mm. I think a pederast yeah, is like a dude who like, say you're 18 and you get with a 16-year-old or a 15-year-old, you're a pederast. Right. But a pedophile, that's the American pronunciation, yeah. that's under a certain age, that's no, really. like a child like a child. child. Well, They're all know. children, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I is, there was a is the one not as serious mm. as the other then? Pederast. I don't think that's so taken as seriously. Someone's a super nonce. Basically, yeah. yeah. And then the worst. Do you know what? Fucking hell. In the van with... Oh, name him. Fuck it. No one knows who he is. Rupert. He came back. Remember Rupert? Yeah. He came yeah. back. He's the new boy I've been showing around. Anyway, he's like, oh, I know it's bad, but man, he's playing his playlist to me and he's into some alright shit, but he's like, oh, I know it's bad, man, but I'm like, and you're not supposed to, but I really love this Last Prophet song. And I was like, don't you fucking dare play that song. Get off your fucking playlist. And he's like, why am I? He fucked a baby. Yeah. And he's like, oh, really? Well, I know he did something dodgy, but I was like, yeah, not an underage girl, not a fuck. He fucked a baby. I would imagine he right? fucked the underage girls when he was on tour. Yeah. Was like, I, think, I think it was escalation with him. I was like girl. trying to get through to his brain the unfathomable fucking graphically fucking evil that is. Like, it's impossible to even really comprehend mm. in your brain. Like, some, an image you don't want to even fucking, like, yeah. how does it work? Yeah. How, how can you do that? You don't want to know. And I was like, you you cannot separate that from that music. No, that music's dead, no. Rupert. It, and he's like, oh, am I really? No. It's dead. You've got to let that one go. Yeah. Get that off the fucking playlist. So, yeah, why the fuck are we talking about uh, that? Because of... Um, oh, Adrena. Uh, yeah, okay, sorry. So in, a, in The Biggest <laughs> Secret in 1999, is one of his books, Ike identified the Brotherhood as descendants of reptilians from the constellation Draco. He said, and I quote, When you get into the ancient world, you find this reoccurring theme of a union between a non-human race and humans creating a hybrid race. From 1998, I started coming across people who told me they had seen people change into a non-human form. It's an age-old phenomenon known as shape-shifting. The basic form is like a scaly humanoid with reptile eyes rather than human eyes. That's from Ike. Mm. Though apparently, though we use the term interbreeding, it's more like altering our DNA. It's not literally creating hybrids your fashion way. They're just altering our DNA to make us some people that way. Right. The altering of our DNA had a twofold effect. One, so we don't use our brain to its full capacity. Mm-hmm. Putting a limit on our consciousness and making us easy to control. Which we are. Yeah, yeah. in a state of Remember fear. Remember when we talked about the fly on the urinal earlier? Yeah, absolutely. Was that on mic? Yeah. Yeah, so. so the listener yeah. knows what I'm on about. And number two, people with reptile DNA in them can be possessed by reptilians who live outside our realm of awareness in the lower fourth dimension. Thank you, buggers. Probably where it goes a little bit crazy. And isn't that where Alex says that all the negative energy and emotion is like... Not possibly. Uh, I'm sure that's what he said. Yeah. Like that. It's the warp. God mm. damn it. It's grimdark. Yep. So by having power in every single country, the reptilians have created a global prison that people don't realise they're in. 
The prison was created by drawing country lines, which leads to endless wars and conflicts, which is another way they control us. Also, by distracting us with the media, entertainment and even politics. They've made the population stupid and lazy by poisoning our food, air and our water. Well, yeah, I'm pretty much banging on with all that. Yeah, me too. That's the thing, isn't it? It's easy yeah. to take half of this is qu quite plausible. Yeah. 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 I'd say 90% of it. Well, mm. especially when we look at um, the, the, the recent Michael Moore documentary with the Flint, Michigan water. Oh, man, that was I mean, like, a hey, good... Can we, uh, can we have some clean water, please? Nah, sorry, the car plant needs it. Unlucky. Have the lead stuff. Sanity. I mean, you're putting a, a car above a person. Lives mean... That's what people... When people... The, the 9-11 deny... The, the people... There's completely nothing dodgy about it. We absolutely accept the official story and you're a fucking arsehole if you say any different. Clive's one of them. Pointing towards the University of Alaska... But it's like they've I, just done a they've just released a paper. Did you not see it in the news? No, no, no. No, I didn't see that either. Yeah, they've released a paper about Building Seven. Oh well. And they basically said either it's the first building, a steel building, to have ever fallen free fall from office fires, or mm. it was a demolition. It's demolition. But like Building Seven, yeah. it's the naivety. But I don't know enough about it to make a. But a fireman and you got all these mm. professionals are stating signed it and said like yeah. Well, there you go. We, we all saw it with our own eyes. But my my point I was going to make for it was that basically the naivety in my for my uh, this is my personal opinion of people that absolutely will not accept any dodginess to nine eleven and Flint, Michigan ties into this. These people refuse to believe that the government puts such little value on our lives. Yeah. They refuse to accept that three thousand people could be sacrificed in order to make billions of dollars yeah. oh how fucking hopelessly yeah. naive their lives must be like a Disney yeah. cartoon I, yeah yeah I firmly I believe we mean nothing it's mainly because they're good people they don't yeah, believe yeah. that anyone that's, else could be yeah. like that that's yeah. a good point that's, Mike. That's I'm, not, point. Yes, yeah, yes. I'm not having a good yeah that is a important a good point but it's sort that of like their realm of possibility yeah. they wouldn't even dream of yeah, doing it that's that's therefore nobody else would but that's their own kind of because yeah, yeah. yeah. they wouldn't do it mm. the people we've elected who are the best of us they wouldn't do it would mm. they no nope. it's only when you are no, they're not birth. the best of us mm. we're indoctrinated yeah. from birth to respect authority respect power you know but the, the Flint Michigan is a really good example on a smaller scale level of showing you like at a state level how little those lives meant. They put way more yeah. value on making That's money at the car mate, that is. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Profit over people. So if that happens at a state level, and you can see it, it's yeah. documented, what the fuck makes you think exactly. it doesn't happen at a national, exactly. international level? Gulf of Tonkin, uh, Pearl Harbour. What was the... Uh, Operation Northwoods. Operation Northwoods. That was planned. It literally says using radio-controlled planes to fly into buildings. It literally says it in Operation Northwoods. Yeah. So we're we're souls apparently, Ben. Mm. Though for thinking that way, we're fucking morons. We're tinfoil hat wearers. Yeah. Please don't believe what you're being told. So it boils down uh. to. And let's face it, with the, with the me and and you know what, Donny's got a got a Donny Trump. He's got a fair point. Yeah, there is fake news. But sadly, it's everything he puts out. Yeah, there is definitely... You know, he's, he's ruined that phrase by turning it into like, anyone who disagrees with him. Fake yeah. news. Yeah. Uh, he's ruined that phrase because all fucking news at a certain level. Yeah. Ike himself... i never forget this video I watched and it's so simple the way he explained it and I was like, oh yeah. He's standing in front of Parliament. You must have seen this video and he's like... Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. He basically goes, 
Right, this is how it works, he says. The people in there, Parliament, they come out here, they give the information to the reporters camped out here, and those reporters... And he had a word from repeaters or relayers. They essentially just repeat what they have been told by people from that building there to you, and you accept it as fucking fact. And he's like, it's... it's, They're not journalists. uh, No. No. The clue is the name. Reporters. They're reporting what they've been told. I was disgusted. I joined in on a pile on Twitter. Any true journalist is... um, Julian Assange. There you go. But he's despised. I actually complained on Twitter and made one of them complaints. I joined in on a pylon because I felt it was justified. Some, you know the man who had a go at Boris in the hospital? Yeah. Some BBC journalist. She's quite famous apparently. I don't know. Uh, uh, Laura um, yeah. Cusberg. Yeah. Yeah. She basically Cusberg. tweeted, literally the words were, this is him here. Put his Twitter handle. What's the fucking subtext to that? This is him here. Like, he's a Labour activist. And he, as he, said. Yeah, he's yeah, a, but he's just a, party a regular bloke, though, and she's got millions of followers. Yeah. She's tweeted that, so what's going to happen? Why is she named, like, look, here he is. She literally said those words, here he is. So what's going to happen to him? Everyone's going to pile on at him and force him off Twitter and make him miserable and all that shit. She, as a BBC journalist... No, 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 no. That was targeted. She did that on fucking purpose to fuck that mm. guy. I don't care if he's a Labour actor. I don't she's a fuck. noted he's, Tory, though. He's she's a, a noted Tory. That's the other thing. The BBC's impartiality has gone right the fuck out the window recently. Yeah, so I, I, compl- I reported her profile. And then Gary Lineker, who I normally agree with a lot, yeah, on a yeah. lot of things... He said, oh, the pylon that's happening to her right now is disgusting and pathetic. Because he's a BBC employee. Yeah, and I was like, nah, you've got this one wrong, Gary. I'm sorry, she broke her... She has a responsibility yeah. and that she didn't need to do that. She could have named him, his name's in the public, but putting his specific Twitter handle and saying, this is him here. Yeah. What's the fucking insinuation to all your mm, yeah. Tory followers? Is to pylon... You're right-wing. And... You're right-wing. I mean, have, you seen the, have you ever gone down a, a, a Boris Johnson article? On Facebook, I read the comments that he's me. written. Or, no, 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 I'll read the, the comments t- about him. Right, okay. And there's so many, and it's all I back Boris 100%. Yeah. They're all bots, mm, very true. One of them is a bot, they mm. all said they all have I support Boris 100% and a couple of Union Jack emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? they're all bots. Mm. Now, society's been manipulated so well, much through social out. media. They've they, really they to, to be mm. Not all of it, yeah, yeah. but social media is this all-powerful tool that's come into their lives, and it's supposed to make us freer in a way. It doesn't. Is it slaves? Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Talk- it, I wouldn't know half the shit I know. Me either, but well, we've talked about look, this many you times. look for that another way. The echo chamber, we've talked about this mm. many, many times. We yeah. know how the algorithm works. It only feeds you what... Because its sole mission is to get you to look yeah. at it for as long as possible. Of course. Clicks equals cash. Mm. And it's that's why you see the articles. So he's bang on, Mister Ike, in that respect. Yeah. And how manipulated! And he, one of his quotes is like, the, the, "The most successful prison is the one that people don't realise they're in." Yeah, yeah. And I saw somebody. The most effective propaganda is is mm. those that don't realise it's been in, implemented uh, upon them. And you know, we got savaged for that meme we shared on our Facebook page about being a modern slave, and and people were getting all uppity. And like, oh well, compare your life to the life of an actual slave. Yeah, all right, we know, we get that, but the point still stands yeah. that we are enslaved 
in a different way. To Obviously, our quality of life is way better than a yeah. fucking slave in the cotton fields in 18-whatever. Yeah, of course it is. I will never fucking try and... It's not the oppression Olympics, which is what most young people seem obsessed mm. with at the moment. Like, I'm more oppressed than you. You live in fucking England. You're not oppressed. Not Comparatively yet. speaking. Well, if you're, you're poor, you are. If you're black, you are. But you're still not as, Easy, like right? I said, everything's red. You're still not as fucking oppressed as someone who lives no. under a fucking violent you're not as a slave in dictatorial. 18, 18, 18, 40s yeah, America. nowhere near. But we are still enslaved to a certain mm-hmm. degree. And all them people getting up a tea. I didn't bother commenting back to anyone because I'm not touching fucking slavery. I'm not getting no, to that argument. No, no, that's why I, I left it alone. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we all did well to leave that one alone, to be fair. We're just sharing memes. We didn't make the fucking meme, you cunts. You're not cunts. We love you. So, yeah, but. I think you got more good response than bad. Yeah. It was just them people going into detail of like your life compared to a slave. Yeah, obviously we know that you yeah. prick, but, but we can't, can't sum see, that up in a meme. If you yeah. can't see that you're enslaved to an eight-hour day at work or a twelve-hour day at work, yeah. and that is you in because you have bills to pay, you have rent to pay, you have a mortgage to pay, Mark said you have bills to pay. So therefore, you are enslaved. You're Perfect. a wage slave. Perfect real-world example for the listener. I have just had the cast of my. I fractured my fucking elbow. Right, I've been begging my boss to let me go back to work. I've been signed off by a doctor. I don't have to go to work. But I'm fucking begging him to find me a fucking job I can do with one hand. Why? Because I love working so much. Because we've got to pay the fucking rent at the end of the month. We've got to eat. Like, yeah. you're telling me that's not fucking... Insla- like, a slave who's been set free by the doctor who's like, No, take me back! I must work! Yeah, come on now, Mr... Uh, you see, like but those said, people are so indoctrinated mm. that they can't see any other way. And I had a, a discussion with a, reality. I had a discussion with a, I actually, I actually won an argument on the internet. Fuck it, no, that's rare. Yeah. Not for I, you. I mean, just no, for anyone. For anyone. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I said to this this guy who was a, a, on a, a meme page, you know, mm. it was a bit socialized healthcare. Mm. So I was like, oh, you know, fuck it. I'd rather live in the USA and have a social have a, a private healthcare system, the socialist health, <sighs> socialist healthcare system, like. I was like, yeah, but dude, if I get ill, I go to the doctor. It doesn't cost me anything. I uh, need something doing. I need an operation. No. I have a disease. I end up getting referred to the hospital. I get the best care I can. It doesn't cost me anything. How much do you it pay for an x-ray in America? Oh, it costs me my national health insurance. Well, you don't miss that because no. the money was never there. It's taken yeah, off yeah. your paycheck. It's spread out equally mm. among all the people. No, I've had three x-rays in the last six weeks. How much would an X-ray cost me in America? thousand oh, dollars. You'd oh, probably say to the doctor, "Well, you don't X-ray me. Just, get, just poke it and guess. Yeah. You know, have a guess." Yeah. I've had all of that. They put the cast on me. I'm getting physiotherapy now. It's not yeah. costing me a fucking penny. Yes, I have to have the time off work, but that one doctor I complained about wasn't too great. But literally everybody else, the nurses and the sort of desk staff, couldn't. Be any fucking nicer or more yeah. helpful, understanding, you know, like in the US, forty thousand people a year die because of no health insurance. Yeah, if you're black, you're way more um, likely to die. And it's the biggest die. cause of bankruptcy. Cheers, buddy. Medical bills. Wow, really? Right, sorry, a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah, I can imagine, dude. If you don't have that health insurance, and you, I look at my father. My father has to have dialysis, I think, twice or three times a week might be three times a week how the fuck would he afford that and I mean, he'd be dead yeah he would be dead he's got a life-threatening fucking mm-hmm. illness yeah, that they absolutely. are basically keeping him alive 
by him going to this machine three times a week. Mm-hmm. It's keeping him alive. Yeah, absolutely. And it ain't costing him a penny. And then on the flip side, you've got to love the old school parents. Like my parents never claimed a, a penny, uh, not because they think they're too good, they just haven't had to. Mm. Um, and the only reason they know about this, Dad was on his machine in the ward and somebody came round like, do you know what you're entitled to? Oh, no. Well, now they're getting like... Um, Handles and things fitted in the house up the stairs, and oh, uh, awesome. like the bathroom's going to be because they can't. Eat, neither of them can get in the bath anymore, so they're going to turn it into a wet room. You know yeah. where, you, where you have you used to have a seat and you sit on that in the shower. Yeah, and, and like all the water, basically the whole room is a giant shower. Yeah. basically. yeah, yeah. And my parents are feeling bad about it and stuff like. And I'm like, you've both paid into the system yeah. your entire fucking lives. Take everything they're offering you right yeah, now. Absolutely. But how it's amazing is it that they're even being yeah. offered? That's it. It's a good thing. Of course. I want this, the less able citizens to be able to have a decent life. Of course. Yeah. You know, I know I joke when we talk about when you talk about that uh, your dream economy out of capitalism <laughs> and I say, we system. need to look down on people to feel human. Like, that's, it's comedy. I'm being silly when yeah. I say that. Of course I don't want people to fucking suffer and live a shit life. But bring it back to the main subject, like... This is what he's talking about. Take the reptiles out of it. And it's bang on what he's telling you, how controlled you are. You're, all the information coming to you is controlled and manipulated. It's not as if it's unadulterated or, like, straight from the source. Or it's not as if we've got cameras in the fucking offices, have we? Yeah, we get to see all the stuff that happens in Parliament. But that's, the truth doesn't come out in no. fucking Parliament. They know it's on camera. Everything's been the time, or even there. I know, I hate that. When you look at it and it's... It's all fucking empty, and it's like, and I know they've got lives outside of it, it's a job, I get that, but it's like, there's something well, no, important that's is going job. on. This is your job. No, but come on, if, if you're your already, job, but, it's part of the 12 hours that fucking but, day, because there's a massive debate on, a Brexit debate, nonetheless. Just to play devil's advocate, I would say, if you've already done your 12 hours, as a human being, you have a right to go home Gaz, at some point. they have fucking beds in there, they mm. have fucking refreshments and food all laid on. There's no reason those fuckers can be in there fucking 24 What was that report on that bench? It's not as if I'm yeah. asking them to fucking What was that report That's about it. the traces of cocaine found all over oh, the... Oh, um... because they're all on fucking coke. Probably, probably the AIDS as well. Look, too, I'm not know. sticking up for fucking MPs. I'm just saying, part of me can understand why it might not be full 24-7 all the time. But yeah, when it's something like this, though... Brexit or any kind of important fucking bill, then but yeah, maybe you should all be there. At this current time, our parliament should be in fucking session twenty four seven. Yeah, you know we're 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 on the fucking edge of a precipice here. Yeah, Perode. If the economy's gonna fucking slump, which some people think is okay, it's gonna slump like Reese Mogg did. Oh yes, oh, I've never wanted to punch a human no, being you know, more. I than said, I, I said it the week. Him. If I was sat across the room from him. I'd have got it in my seat, Just I'd have gone across, him got him by the labels, uh, pulled him up, slammed him back in the seat, and said, you yeah. sit up, this is important, mm-hmm. and gone back to my seat. Yeah, we shouldn't really physically attack anybody. Yeah, I'm not physically attacking him, I'm just pulling him up by his fucking I think shitty would have three-piece said... suit, and putting him back in his Can you imagine seat, if there was some right? hardly known Labour MP who's ex-military, but he's not one of the fake, no one knows who he was. He's he's a, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it was him. You know, this imaginary guy who walked over and said, you fucking sit up, sunshine. Yeah. That MP would have become the fucking world's hero. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He couldn't have been more smackable in that uh, in that instant. Yeah. But it hasn't damaged him, has it? It hasn't nothing, hurt him. For me, Cause... nothing showed the contempt the upper classes have yeah. Yeah. for the welfare of this country. Yep. Absolutely. That, that 
photo, that that scene yeah. of him just lazing back on the bench. Because what they believe, they believe that you are where you, you're meant to be. So if you're yeah. poor, you're feckless. You know, yeah. the thing is, if I had a, let's say that I was this hypothetical MP in this situation, I grabbed mm. him by the lapels on his on his shitty three-piece suit yeah. and slammed him back, made him sit upright, up and then I fucking punch him in the face. Wow. What's the worst thing <laughs> I do? They'll expel from Parliament and I'll probably get a fucking... No, uh, then men in tights with the swords would have come and got you in the wigs. I hope the men in tights were on my side, guys. Yeah, probably. Robin, I think, actually, I'm thinking Robin Hood men in tights. Yeah. It all burst in and, that, and sang a song. We're men. <laughs> we're men, men in tights. Tight tights. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fucking love that movie. Don't Me care too. Says. Fucking love Me it. too. So is... He's black! Working place in Saddle. They go, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> Reese Mogg, perfect example. He might not be reptilian. He's a reptilian. But he's one of the lines, isn't he? Must be. In the I, I think he's a. He's, oh, this is a British. This is a crossbreeds. I think yes. he's a crossbreed. They aren't aware they're reptilian. They oh. are controlled from the lower fourth dimension to push forwards the agenda. Known as the New World Order. What a fucking seamless uh, fucking segue that was! Because I bet Donny doesn't know he's related to a queen. Nope. Because if he did know he was related to royalty, but nobody's royaler than me. That's it. Nobody. I'm more royal than I, a queen. I think he's got, you know, like uh, Loki in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. He's always like wanting to be king. Yeah. He's a pretender, isn't he? He's, like, he's the adopted king. son. Awesome. I, you know, I think Trump is possessed by the Loki version of the reptilians. Like, I mean, I know I'm, the, I'm only a half breed. Yeah. I should be the adopt. I should be the king. I'm yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's Trump for me. He's possessed by him. Mm. Let's have a look at the reptilian hierarchy. Ooh. You have two classes of reptilian: full bloods and crossbreeds. Racist. Full bloods are aware they are reptilians and can change forms through their human exterior and true reptile skin. The full reptilians are not wearing an actual physical disguise. Instead, their human, quote, shell is created by vibrations that alter the human brain. So your brain just thinks it sees a human. Yeah. And that would be, they live. Yep. Well, One of our early episodes. It, it literally is the concept of the yeah. fucking the glasses, isn't it? Like, uh, and Roddy Piper said uh, before he died... He certainly did. They Live was not a documentary. It was not a film. It was a, sorry, it was not a film. It was a documentary. Yeah. Maybe he knew there something. Maybe he did. It's true that John Carpenter's never been whacked, though, isn't it? Has he? No, he hasn't. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> he said he hasn't. Yeah, crossbeats aren't aware they're up to the embark control of the lower fourth dimension to push forward the agenda known as a New World Order. That ties into all our... Presidents and monarchies being related. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the project for the American century. Exactly. Well, that was... Is, well, see, there you go. And is that a, a neo-Nazi thing? The Nazis who infiltrate the government after the after the Second World War? Or is that a reptilian agenda? Well, there's fascists in every country. Well, that's true. You'd argue the reptilians are fascists. Mm, definitely. So among the two types, there are different races at the top. There were the Dracos, who are winged albino reptiles, like Tindar, who we'll come to later. How tall are they? Uh, five to seven feet tall. Five feet? Five to seven. Same. They're still, uh, the, the bigger, the, the, mm. the more powerful you are, I think the bigger you are in this scenario. If it was five foot, I'd think, not so impressive. It's a, it's <laughs> a winged albino lizard, Mike. It's five foot. 
Swarm him on. <laughs> yeah, he's also got these alien strength and wings. Yeah, but he's a midget. Five foot, so that's small. Small enough. No, that's true. <laughs> well, they seven to nine. Could be seven to nine. I think seven to nine. Seven to nine. That sounds more impressive, yeah. doesn't it? I think it's five to seven. Yeah. Five yeah. feet. <laughs> yeah, seven to nine. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Below them are the reptoids. They have no wings and they're uh, brown or green and grey skinned. How to spot one? How to spot one? Okay. I don't think I'd fucking miss it if I seen it. Apparently, in their shapeshifter form, so their human form, they're usually Caucasian. Check your white privilege, reptiles. <laughs> Piercing eyes that are green, hazel, and sometimes blue. They lack empathy. They don't express love easily. They're incredibly smart, and sometimes they have a love for space and science. Ooh. I think I'm a reptilian. Mm. I'll read, we'll read you a brief yeah. passage mm. or so from the... Uh, the Book of Ike. The Book of Ike. This is a little... Um, Paragraph entitled, uh, or a couple of paragraphs entitled, Sex and the Shapeshifters. Ooh, sounds sexy. Uh, <laughs> Here is another example of the way the bloodline names come up all the time with stories of shapeshifting. As I mentioned earlier, members of the Oppenheimer family are the bloodline branch managers for the Illuminati reptilians in South Africa. And this is a story from a correspondent there. Right. <clears throat> I was born in... No, I won't do that. Please don't. I was born in South Africa and years ago got to know an old lady in Johannesburg who had for many years been the lover of Sir Ernest Oppenheimer, the founder, with Rothschild backing, of the Golden Diamond Corporate Cartel. She told me that Sir Ernest used to visit her in the afternoons at her flat in Parktown. On one occasion, as they were about to make love... His body took on the form and proportions of a giant lizard with scales. And she said the experience had been one of the sexual highlights of her life. Ah, wow. The story, which was so strange at the time, has been in the back of my mind for years. And, I came and it came back to me when I recently read your book. Sexual activity seems to be a time when shape-shifting can happen as the hormones, blood and energy are affected dramatically. A businesswoman in Canada <laughs> told me of her reptilian experiences. The first was with a Portuguese man who treated her terribly and she was little more than an imprisoned love slave. She said that he shapeshifted into a reptile. She described how he was stunningly ritualistic, even with the time and day of the month he washed his clothes. Okay. <laughs> she later had a relationship with another guy who she said was nice on the surface but had a very dark side and was constantly battling with it. She bought The Biggest Secret, one of Ike's earlier books, when it was first published because it exposes in great detail the reptile. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's just... It's basically just people telling him. you got to rely on these people. I had a bad relationship. He must have been a reptilian. Yeah. Okay, here we go. He kept me as an imprisoned love slave. <laughs> Here's a quote from a, a woman called Pamela who he met briefly at a Los Angeles conference. Okay. <laughs> Reptilians are not a politically correct species in the UFO community, and to admit to having sex with one, much less enjoying it, is beyond the pale as far as more conservative members of that community are concerned. But I know from my extensive reading and research, and from talking personally to dozens of other women and men, 
that I am not unique in reporting this kind of experience. I am the first to admit that it is a vastly complex subject, a kind of hall of mirrors where dimensional realities are constantly shifting and changing. Certainly the reptilians use sex to control people in various ways. Oh, the bastards. But I do like this idea of it not being... Because I remember us discussing on the last episode what I didn't understand for a while before I actually read the fucking book was when they shapeshift, is it like, you know, in, um, uh, let's say, any werewolf movie mm. yeah. or something where a, a, a gross oh, I think physical... Let's, let's talk more about the, um, the, the American Werewolf in London yeah, scene, where which is the, probably the best transformation scene anywhere. Literally bubbling movie. and steaming and stretching and grand like this horrific transformation in, from your human form to your reptilian, you know, that kind of shape-shifting. Yeah. Like, literally your DNA molecules are moving around and, and it's horrific, this smell of it, like, <laughs> fuck! What a nightmare! That no wonder they don't. Sex. Yeah, no wonder they don't reveal them true selves very often. <laughs> yeah. But it's not that, is it? No. Like saying it's literally a psychic thing or a, like um, a technology a, thing a, as well. They've they got some kind of amulet or yeah. a bracelet on that basically sort of just disguises yeah. their affects their molecules in a way that just protects a holographic figure over them. It's, it's just a, a bit mask. like Melisandre of Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes, that's essentially it. wearing a, a human costume, isn't it? Yeah. That's digitally protect, projected, yeah. but their technology is so advanced that it can literally convince us that it's flesh and blood. You know. Uh, well, Boris ain't got a very good one, has he? Oh God, he got the short end of the stick with his, definitely. Who the? F Somebody give him a sensible fucking haircut, for God's sake! Someone get involved. He's the prime minister. Give him a short back and sides. They've tried, haven't they? They've, they've sort of trimmed it down a bit. It's not as bold as it was. Yeah, but it's still... Come on! There's tales of him. Mm. He's like he's, he's been to the makeup artist. He's on Have I Got News For You or something. Yeah. Had his hair done. And just before he goes on camera, he ruffles it. Yeah. yeah. Does it? He does it for effect. Mm. That's his look. That's his thing. He's makes, just sick. Makes him look a lovable fool. Yeah. Well, he's and it's worked for him, isn't it? He's Prime Minister. No. So do you think there's levels to... Do you Wait, think does like, that mean I can be Prime Minister one day? I'm a little buffoon. <laughs> but do you think they, they can't all be like reptilian? I think a lot of them have just got to be involved no, in it. they're, they're half-breeds. Yeah, but not even half-breeds. Well, I don't think just... any of them are reptilian, but that's just... <laughs> are you jumping off the fence? <laughs> it's not like you, Mike. No, well... No, come on, let's, let's have an 99%, answer. 99%, 99%. So, oh, hang on. Before I, That's my point before I lose it. So... If it's not this physical, horrible transformation, it's literally a psychic sort of thing or a res, you know, a technology uh, thing. Because bear in mind, we can't see Wi-Fi. You know, there yeah. are things our eyes are not perceivable to. So, in moments of extreme passion, it might glitch out the system or something That's or fuck with it. Yeah, so, yeah. you're fucking this dude, and when he fucking blasts his nut, he's just like, oh my god, and it just glitches the system for a split second, and you see mm. his true form from it. Like, oh, because of your cheek. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. As he busts his nut. Mm. Yes, all over your face, neck, I and chest. I was sex with a man first, but well, it's not the woman. woman. Oh, okay. I just, well, it was a woman talking in the book, so I just oh, sit yeah, from yeah. her perspective. You know, I I wouldn't choose to fuck a male rep reptile, you know, personally, um, <laughs> sure. or a transgender one. You uh, would if it was an alien. Female, female, yes, obviously. I'm not going to fuck a man robot or a man. Uh, like Apparently, alien. Graham Hancock says that he saw a female reptilian when he took DMT. Makes sense. 
Makes a lot of sense. You would argue that he'd be more likely to see <laughs> a female reptilian when he was on DMT than mm. anyone else, though, wouldn't you? Love that man. Really love mm. that man. Blew my mind. But anyway, so yeah, I, I can see that happening. A glitch in yeah. your in your disguise yeah. thing in moments of ejaculation. Yeah, it's a possibility. So everyone's the most vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. The earth's coming to the, the world is shaking. The earth is quaking. Sex magic, brother. Oh my god! I had to explain to Rupert what sex magic was, and I sounded. I realised as I was talking, I sound like a (laughs) fucking mental patient. (laughs) He was looking at me because he said he's into conspiracies, so I played him a few podcasts and things. And I, yeah, he's not as into him as I. He's like, you know, I like like nine the nine eleven conspiracy, and like I listened to the Men in Black. I put the Men in Black last podcast on the left episode on. There's a couple of them, isn't there? It broke his brain. It was when it started going into like psychic aliens and things <laughs> like from different dimensions. And all, he was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "You said you like conspiracies." He's like, he likes kind of like government conspiracy. You know, he's yeah. on that level. You know what I mean? Like um, JFK. But yeah, um, future episode. Interdimensional fucking you know time traveling humanoid fucking <laughs> aliens yeah he was, he was a bit like what the fuck but yeah I, I explained what sex magic was to him and I could just feel him looking at me just like what like, well google it when you get home just I'm not fucking making it up yeah no well he knew Mr. the Aussie song he's like, oh I love that song I'm like yes that's the person he's fucking singing about he's fairly significant he's the champion power bottom of humanity <laughs> <laughs> have you never been tempted to google him Rip? no like if some... aliens attacked and said, right, we'll call our attack off if you provide us your champion power bottom, uh, he's the man you'd want. <laughs> Certainly would. You... Very brief tangent. Like, he listens... We've said that all night. Yeah, Because <laughs> uh, we're drunk and we're celebrating. He listens to this kind of music. that I can't put a name on it. It's a type of rock, but it all follows this pattern. Shouty screaming. You mentioned it. Did before. I tell you last week? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I still don't I know what to call punch. it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And then yeah. the last few words are screamed of the chorus. And yeah. Then, fuck me. Boy needs to get out more. <laughs> I like fuck them. Oh, is there anything worse than listening to rockers fucking go like... I know so what you're like, saying. You broke my heart. You took my soul, bitch. You'll never take all of me. Me! I held you and... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Sing about war. Five and Death Punch do... Do not like their offspring cover. No, that's a bad cover. I played him the original. He's like, oh yeah, it's quite grungy. Let's talk about blood for a second. Ooh. Blood is very important to reptilians, and for one thing, they apparently consume. Quite important it. to humans too, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently they consume it. Ah. Uh. They also eat parts of human brains, and apparently prefer children. Because they aren't as full of poison as the adults. Because remember, they're poisoning our yeah. food, air, and water. Children don't got as much of that in them. It makes mm. sense. Yeah. Ike points out there are markers in some people's blood. Mm-hmm. Now, it's thought the reptilians emerged from the, t- the, the, the underground reptilians. So they, they went underground. Mm. They emerged. They bred with us. They always had, well, didn't breathe us. They always had our DNA. The originals come from the mountains of Turkey, Iran and Kurdistan, which is where sort of civilization started. Yep. You know, Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. that kind of region. Yeah, Iraq, basically. Cradle of life, they call it. Yeah, of course they do, yeah, they do, yeah. But this area... Is cradle of high... civilization. Cradle of <laughs> civilization, exactly. 
This age where the hybrids began and has more people with incredibly rare blood, RH and RH negative, which are the two most rare human blood types. Apparently, in that region, you have more people with that blood type, mm -hmm. or those blood types, should I say. Yeah. yeah, I'm just reading here what he says about, like, with respect to reptilians being underground, because he links the greys into all this, that basically this chapter's called The Greys Are Reptilian. Oh, I've got some stuff on there. Okay, it basically says, greys have been described as having reptilioid, amphibioid, or even saurian, saurian, I don't know that word, genetic base, complete with scaly skin and web claw-like fingers. He says that people have reported seeing reptilian eyes with vertically slit pupils with the, quote, big black slanted eyes that seem to be in many cases some type of biomechanical covering. He says that they also appear to have an insectoid type infusion into their DNA. Franz Kamp came across this same theme of an aversion to sunlight in his own research of the reptilians. Now, this is Franz Kamp talking. I'll just read you this quote. Reptilians are intuitive or paranormal creatures. They live underground because of the sun. The radiation of the sun diminishes the production of serotonin and as serotonin is necessary for the stimulating of the pituitary gland or pineal gland to produce melatonin, they better stay underground. Melatonin is indispensable for life. The more melatonin, the more life. The more intuition stroke paranormal you are, the higher production of melatonin. Mm. Yeah. So that's why they live underground, mm. apparently. In terms of the greys... So why do they... Sorry. So does their biomechanical covering that makes them look human, does that protect them from the sun then? I guess so. Well, it must do, mustn't it? Multifunctional. Must do. You'd think so. It'd be like a suit of armour for them, yeah, really, in a way, wouldn't it? I've seen the Queen in the sun. I've, seen, I've definitely say. seen her out and about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on the telly. Do you think they just have like a duffel? Nah. Maybe it's a baby, it's a lookalike. You don't know, do you? Yeah. No. Well, if they've got the technology I mean, to That is one of the most common bodyguarding mm. techniques. Yeah. yeah. Instead of your, your president or your queen going out with, you know, four cars full of armed bodyguards, you send her out in a second hand Nissan with a couple of dudes. And everyone just goes, oh yeah, they're a dead ringer for so and so, aren't they? Uh, they didn't Star Wars, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Well, Queen Amandala. Yeah. Yeah, Queen Amandala, yeah. The Greys, the creepy sexist men that are responsible for so many abductions, mm. are they connected? Some people think they're drones. Some people think they're an enslaved race to the Drones, drones. or like, like biomechanical Bio drones. Biomechanical drones. Yeah, oh, yeah. their bidding. Yeah, they're like... definitely, in, in most cases, they're enslaved to the reptilians. Whether that's because right. of their alliance or because they're drones, we'll never know. And is this so why they're the ones we see? Because they're the ones sent out to yeah. do the shitty jobs. Yeah. Are they slightly more palatable than the, to the human mind than a, a seven-foot-tall reptilian? Ooh. Probably. We've also been wouldn't indoctrinated we, we... with that image, but wouldn't rather than the reptilian yeah, image. Yeah, that's true. But wouldn't they just look like a crocodile standing up on its back legs? We'd be like, oh, it's okay. Remember this, the sitcom Dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the mama. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah, me too. Wouldn't it just be a bit like, oh, it's all right? No, it wouldn't be, would it? It'd be horrific. Which one would you take? Which one would you prefer to be confronted by? 
I think grey. Um, yeah, grey. Wouldn't they be more grey. alien to us? At they least would. the reptile you could recognise. Yeah, like... but at that point you'd think, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know, you, I know you're thinking, oh, shit me, it's a fucking giant reptile. Or mm. shit me, it's a creeper alien. From another dimension. <laughs> I'm thinking, which one can I think in a fist fight? <laughs> That's what I was getting at. I can take a grey in a fist yeah. fight. A grey is so tough heavy, I reckon, a simple show. <laughs> yeah. And he's flat on his back. And can he actually... I bet it's a fucking serious effort to sit up yeah. from lying flat with that giant cranium yeah. to just sit up. He ain't going to be doing it like The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, I bet he has to roll to his front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With his forehead on the on, floor. On hands, on all, and, yeah. hands and knees, kids are up. Yeah. Oi, Bob, come on. Some cunt pushed me over again. Help, come on, Bob, yeah. help me up. Yeah, us on his back. Yeah, you can fuck with your mates. Like, nah, <laughs> you got pushed by a human. You deserve and to lay I there. I like to think that the, um, you know, Mars, you know, Mars attack. So the, yeah. the, the boxer dude mm. goes out. He's like, oh, yeah, take the, fly the plane. Mm. I'll buy you some time. And he goes out and he punches all the yeah. Martians. <laughs> like, that, that's me with the 30 grays around. We got to do that movie them. one day. Yeah. Yeah, Thirty-seven foot wing reptiles. You ain't. I ain't got it there. <laughs> no. I ain't got it there. That scenario. Got, I know. Like, Roger Flair to strap them. Just imagine how a crocodile. Look on the floor. Run, you maniac! Run. <laughs> well, imagine punching a crocodile as hard as you can, right in the fucking mouth. Yeah. Fuck him. Your hardest punch. What that crocodile's gonna go like? <laughs> what? Yeah. What the fuck? Their jaws so, the strongest yeah. parts of their fucking body. So imagine him seven feet tall. Yeah. Am I being really thick? Is an alligator a reptile? Yeah. Or a crocodile? Yeah, it is, isn't it? it has all the Dinosaur. Oh, the reptilians don't have the snouts. They're more sort of no, more humanoid, aren't they? So, they've got that, I bet they've got that bone structure. Yeah. You punch it on their face, you break your hand. I think yeah. the reptilian is cold-blooded and it lays eggs. Yeah, and you try and punch it and it bites your fist off. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'd fight in a grey over it. I'd fight a grey, yeah. definitely. Well, so you're in the greys, that's what they're talking about. Some snake imagery throughout the world. Yeah, this is creepy. This is weird. Mm. This is I... always... I'd love to look more into this. Mm. Serpent cults through history. Yeah. And just the imagery of the serpent. So Why serpent? is it so fucking yeah. prevalent? You know? The the Vatican with the oh. snake the head snake building. The snake throne room. As you put it. Yeah. What's the symbol? George slaying the dragon. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. But what does the snake... Because to us in our modern sensibilities... I suppose does the the snake symbolises sneakiness, doesn't it? Satan or being brought up in a Christian yeah. society, mm. or, or, or a, in the UK semi-Christian society, we yeah. all get taught the shit, but not as really believe it. You know, the snake got into the Garden of Eden. You know, tempted Eve, which therefore yeah. led to the downfall of humanity, mm. which puts us into their system rather than God's. But that puts us into biblical stuff, which none of us really go yeah, for. Yeah, but if you're a Christian, you know what the snake means. Yeah. So why, if you're the head of the Catholic Church, why would you have a snakehead throne room? Maybe Henry VIII broke away from the Catholic Church because he knew there were secret Satan reptilian worshippers. Well, I think he broke away because he wanted to shaggle the women. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he knew about the reptilians. Maybe. Maybe the, the, um, the line of the Tudors was unbiased by reptilian DNA. Maybe he's a warring faction within Maybe it. that's why he was so desperate to conceive a son a non-reptilian bloodline to preserve humanity. Maybe Henry VIII is not the villain we make him out to be. Maybe he's a goddamn patriot for humanity. I think where I was going was like, is that a modern sensibility since the... And when I say modern, I mean since the Bible. Like, that kind of length of time. 2019 years. 
Like in that time, the snake. Ish. We've been told that the snake represents sneakiness, evil, whatever. But to these ancient peoples, did it represent something completely fucking different? Well, you've got different Power things. or chaos is one of them. Because I suppose a snake as an actual animal is fairly impressive. I guess. I mean it. They they can jump. You know that. They kill things and consume things like 18 times their fucking size. They're probably always seen, being seen as sneaky because... Covert. Covert. They, mm. they, yeah, they were used as an assassination tool, remember? Yeah. They would put snakes into someone's bed. A poisonous right. snake into someone's bed so it'd yeah. bite them, they'd die in their sleep and the snake's gone in the morning, no one yeah. knows what happened. Right. You know, CSI wasn't up at that point. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, I didn't know that, that people did that. This was a pretty ingenious way. Of people used to be f- executed by th- being... Uh, you know the, Thrown the, the, to the snakes. Yeah, you know the dude yeah. from um, oh, Vikings, the popular show Vikings, mm. Ragnar Lufbrook. Mm. He was actually executed in real life by th- being thrown into a pit of adders. Wow. I've seen Conan. Conan? The, the snake Yeah. Cult, wasn't Cleopatra bitten by an asp? She was, that's how she chose to commit suicide. Yeah. She was bitten by an asp, yeah. Which is a snake. Of course. Uh, but also, let me go back further than that. A figurine found in modern day Iraq, Mesopotamia civilization, 6500 to 3800 BC, mm. of a statue of a humanoid snake holding a baby. Stories of reptile gods and demigods are found throughout ancient history. Mesoamerica has a winged serpent god named, oh god, Quetzalcoatl, something like that. Uh, Quetzalcoatl. Something like that, yeah, yeah. The Hindus have a, a god called Naga, which was half human, half cobra. Apep is the Egyptian god of chaos, and this is depicted as a cobra. And that doesn't even include him in any cultures that myths about dragons. Mmm, what we have, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's just, uh, the Chinese, for a start, I mean, mm. they love a dragon. Do you know a weird little factor? My junior school Ketley Junior School there's a hill in Ketley called the Dragon Mound and our logo for our school I don't know if it still is was a dragon I don't actually know the real fucking reason why this weird little mound it's huge it's just a I think it's man-made. It might be the result of mining, mm. possibly. the. Uh, yeah. But the story that they told was that there was a, a sleeping dragon that terrorised the locals. Uh, it went to sleep and they covered it over. The dragon mound. Mm. My school, it was That's a pig weird. on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> what was the story behind that, then? The story is that in Dorley, there's this famous photo. You know, Captain Webb, who was mm-hmm. the first man to swim the Atlantic. The, the channel. Swim the channel. Swim the English channel. It's from mm-hmm. Dorley. Right. Yeah. And when his parade went through Dorley, yeah. a pig that was being kept in a little pen next to a pub, I think it was the unicorn pub, yeah. got up on the wall, got his front trotters up on the wall, and watched the parade go past. <laughs> and there's a famous photo of these two Dorley men sat there next to this pig who's up on the wall, oh, watching the parade go past. It's the pig on the yeah. wall. I've so got to say, go a pig with his trotters on the wall looking at it. I've yeah. got to say, the dragon man yeah. is cooler. <laughs> dragon <laughs> man is cooler, yeah. <laughs> Much cooler than the... It wasn't a football team badge, though, no, was it? A pig on a wall? Must have been it was Captain Webb Primary School. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so the, it doesn't inspire you, does it? You can be that pig. You can get up on a wall. Or you can be a dragon. I don't know which one I'd rather be. Yeah. You can be a pig that got up on a wall that was slaughtered for bacon three days later. <laughs> or, yeah. or, you can be a dragon. <coughs> dragon. But, but, but 
what made me think of that was you say, you know, the prevalence of dragons in British, not just British, but we're fucking obsessed with them, aren't we, mm. Britain? Like, yeah, I mean, the... the, the um, St George. St George. It goes yeah. back further than that, I mean... Uh, Shit, the... I've literally never made that... So what's the story? St George slayed the dragon, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's our patron saint. He, he is. You slayed the dragon, though. You didn't do anything else. You just slayed the dragon. But, but is that representative, though? Did he stick one to the Illuminati? If you go further back, the banner of the King of England, of Alfred of Wessex, mm. who united England against the, the, the Viking invaders, his banner was a dragon. Mm. It was known as the, the, the banner of England. The, the battle banner of the King of England, if he went into battle, the king was on the field, yeah. his banner was a dragon. Mm. Fucking love that kings were involved. Mm. I mean, how involved were were, were they? Sort oh, of... some of them got fucking stuck in. Yeah, because I, I mean, like. They had the, I mean, oh, the, my my favourite is the the Black Prince, mm. and that's not a racial slur. He wore black plate armor. Metal. He was a prince of Wales. That was the the time. It was um, mm. the Battle of Cressy. I forget which English king it was. But it basically, we slaughtered the French with longbows. <laughs> we we laid it our ground perfectly. We had our archers on the flanks. The English longbow were firing sort of five or six aimed shots, or more than that, we had f- 15 shots a minute. Imagine that hailing down mm. on you. These bows, 300 metres, they're piercing plate armour, or they're killing the horses. You're tumbling down the mud. You're trying to advance on foot through the mud that's been churned up by men that have got further than you. And all the time you're being shot at by arrows. And then this dude in the front rank, full black plate armour with a gold circlet around his head and a dragon banner behind him. Mm. He's just... You're getting a semi right now, aren't you? I am, yeah. (laughs) We can all see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's that big. I do think I think knights image wise just the idea of them I'm not so sure of the reality but the idea of them I find pretty hard uninducing to be fair who would win have a nice and a samurai oh oh samurai I go for hasn't the knight got way better armour he's got got way better better technology samurai be quicker would be quicker. Yeah, yeah, but his speed would be pointless if you can't get through. Or oh, that thing can slice through metal. Oh, right. oh right. It's it, No, 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 no. They, they, can't they? Can't go, it's a slashing weapon. It won't go through chainmail. Oh. Who dares battle the Saracen? Yeah, but you take his head off. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, if you, you get the gap between the armour, yeah. But, but um, wouldn't it be... Knight, be like, I think the knights... Because he's, he's got like a dual-handed sort of brawling star. Or a morning star. Yeah, a I was hammer. about to say the broadsword. Let's broad not forget sword. a warhammer. Yeah. Is no, this right? not the equivalent of, let's say, a lightweight boxer is boxing a super heavyweight yeah. and he peppers the heavyweight with like a thousand punches and the heavyweight just like <laughs> throws one fucking right hook yeah. that decapitates the yeah. little fucker. See, I think it's one because yes, the, the, the katanas were like... Bring out your broadsword. Or, um... Who <laughs> played a game like now? Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, oh. Realms of War. Ooh, I was thinking of Wonder Boy by Tenacious D. Wonder oh, yeah. Boy. When he sings the live version, like at some point he goes, "Bring out your broadsword!" <laughs> <laughs> and starts doing some pretend sword fighting. But, but the guitars, yeah, they were they were they were great swords. They were folded, but they couldn't. They'd lose their edge. They couldn't stand up mm. to a Western broadsword. It's a heavy steel. Right. And the end of it, yeah, it locked, the Western sword would have lost its edge. The katana mm. wouldn't. Think, but what you'd do is you'd end up bludgeoning the samurai yeah, to death. I was going to say, it. think of that scene in Conan 
where he's Arnold's training with the sword and he's swinging it with two hands, you know what I mean? Like around his head like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. City curtains on fire, mate. You know what I mean? Like two handed swinging this giant fucking beastie thing around. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were like a claymore. The lights didn't have claymores, but mm. that's an eight foot blade in some cases. Mm. Nothing's getting within eight foot of you uh. as long as you can keep swinging that blade. I think that, you know, the thing they charge on the horses with? A lance. A lance. I think a shorter lance, would that not be like one of the best no, things? On the range, fuck off, you? fuck off, fuck off. No, but board? I mean, if you were on foot, I'm saying like, not on That'd your horse. That'd be a spear, Gaz. Yes, it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> would that not be more useful than a sword? Um, in, but, but the problem is with a spear is if you, if you get past the point, uh, you're dead meat. If your right. opponent gets past your spear point... Yeah, you're fucked. You, you're fucked, aren't Plus you? It, what if you get a shield? Even so... If it's not as good with one hand, is it, a spear? You've got one hand, it's yeah. got a, you know... I was thinking more like, a, a, fuck a, off, a six foot fuck spear off. in one hand, which is a weight. Yeah. And yes, you've got your shield, but in... You, you, well, look, you're past it's like, that point, you're def- you, you've, got, yeah, you've got your shield, but they can pick their spot, can't they? Yeah. Here's a good example, then. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game from back in the day. The oh, wow. side-scrolling beat Yeah, up. I had that. Now, when you're, as a fan of the Turtles, who's got the shittest weapon? It's Donnie, in it yeah. with his stick. Mm. He's got a fucking stick. It's not as cool as swords or nunchucks or size. But when you play the actual fucking game, Donnie is easily the most useful yeah. character because his reach is fucking twice as long as the other characters. Because yeah. he's, you know, I'm just applying Mega Drive yeah. logic to real-world battle situations. Um, little John, he's got a stick. Oh, little John. Quarter staff, yeah. yeah. Bless him. <laughs> it was a man from Nottingham. <laughs> Tried to cross the river. <laughs> the quarter staff is like, it was genuine. That was like trained to the rich and the, the common folk uh, together. That was how mm. to defend you. Because you're walking. You, in those days, walking was a popular way to get a boat. Uh, you'd have a staff. The only way, pretty much. Yeah. Well, the only way. You know, well, if you were rich, you'd have a horse. Yeah. Uh, but if you were walking a bit, you'd have a staff to help you on your walk. Same as people have a walk in the days. And, and you, you, use it for def- battle. you could defend yourself with it. It was, yeah. a, it was a, a martial art. Uh, a martial art that's been lost, to be fair, mm. yeah. in the Western world. Yeah. Doesn't Aikido use. Um, they do, yeah. Slings yeah. and things, I think. Yeah. Uh, somehow we'll tie this back to reptiles, because we're really, really professional. Exactly. Well, we're, we're, we're going to have a go. Um, <laughs> 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 we can't, though, because this is the last, last bit of notes I've got, to be fair. Okay. The Pindar. Pindar. You remember Pindar? Yeah. We talked about Rings him on, on, the, on the episode that we lost. Pindar is... You see, there's 13 bloodlines, right. isn't there? We, we've established that before. On Pindar. Yeah. There's 13 bloodlines. Which is why the number 13 has some kind of cosmic significance. Well, not even that. Well, so. the, in our superstition, the reason 13 is unlucky is because the last day the Knights Templar were taken out. Right. By the 13th, back in 14-something or other. Mm. But... The third, there's 13 bloodlines, so potentially the, the French king would have been one of them bloodlines. Mm-hmm. But the Pindar is the guy that's in charge of the 12 of the bloodlines. Apparently, in, he's known as the, the Marquis de Libo. Okay. And apparently he's a Rothschild. Oh. He attends the major satanic rituals in Europe Rothschild. and flies to California. The rituals there. This is Ike's the biggest secret book. Mm. Travels in a white limousine, uh, uh, which is a code apparently. If you're in a white limo, it means to the authorities, don't arrest them, don't interrupt them. They're on the way. Mm. They're doing stuff. 
emerging prostitutes, much the same as a white van. Hey, <laughs> I've got to say though, on the footage of the Bilderberg group, of which there is footage of them all turning up, they're not white limos. That's because they're at the public black, event, that's why. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. They weren't supposed to be. Oh, maybe filmed, maybe only Pindar's at the White Limo. Mm. Do you remember John Ronson's experience of that? I'm sure it's in them, or the many stare at goats. Essentially, he did a load of a whole book on like sort of conspiracy, and he went. That's where he went to speak to David Icke and all that. And like, there was some famous newspaper guy whose name I can't remember who was broke kind of conspiracy stories. Mm. Who'd been telling this big American like typical oval, not typical, sorry. But like, think of a newspaper, old school, very overweight, yeah. constantly smoking, you know, like looks on the verge of fucking death from <laughs> stress or a heart attack constantly. He was telling John about the Bilderberg group. And this is before the internet and before like it was common knowledge. Like, yeah. So John Ronson's kind of like, all right, all right, I'll go along with it. But like, come on. So they try and get a room at a hotel near where the meeting's happening. Essentially, long story short, John Ronson gets ends up being tailed and chased by agents. No way. To the point where he calls the British Embassy, because he's yeah. in America, like, I'm being fucking tailed. I'm pretty scared, I don't know what the fuck to do. And like, apparently there is advice in that situation no from your embassy. Yeah, they were chased up. Does that mean that they're the New World Order, or does it just mean that they're very rich, powerful people with private security who are going to fucking hound anyone who comes near it? Probably the second option. Bit of both, you know, yeah. could be. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fucking interesting that he went along with the kind of like, mm. oh, what the fuck, this, and then ends up being literally chased by men in suits. So um, what gets me with this sort of um, private security thing, you know, the rich have got this elite security, is there's only so many forces around the world that can offer mm. that kind of protection. Mm. You know, the SAS, Delta Force, Secret Service, the SBS, the Israeli Mossad, the Chinese... Secret Security Service, probably. Mm. You can offer Shield. That. Shield, obviously. Yeah. Agents of Shield. Yeah. Triads. The Mafia. Mm. Aren't triads well, just gangsters? Yeah, just criminals. Oh, oh you were being funny. Yeah. No, oh. well, I'm just trying to think of other. But, uh, but, criminal organisations. So if, if every rich person, every mm. super rich person in the world has a cadre of ex Special mm. Forces soldiers around them, yeah. number one, A, how much does that cost? And B, number two, how many ex-Special Forces are there trotting around the globe when the Western nations have to maintain a certain level of them? Well, you've got to think there's new recruits every single year, isn't there? There are, but if you, can, you can't lose like 100 maybe guys these guys to aren't... protect Donald Trump for a year. But Ben, maybe these guys aren't that qualified. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, well, I suppose it could be... It, it could be ex-police officers. Yeah, you've got a point, I suppose, maybe. Mm. But we're, Security the argument, guards the who've really that, worked their way up the ladder. The argument <laughs> is that these are like elite protection services. Yeah, yeah, okay. I get your point that there's only a, There must be a finite amount uh, of people you know, trained guys to go level. around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, um, the, the, the SAS bodyguards, for example, pretty much... Apply their services to the world because they're seen as being the best at it. Yeah, no bet, one who's at best. Well, they let Diana down. Well, well, and I bet only the uber wealthy can afford them more than what. Well, because you've got to remember that that, that Bilderberg group. Oh, yeah. Well, that Bilderberg group is literally the richest, most powerful yeah. people in the world. Yeah. Like, so they're not going to. So if they make a, a significant yeah. contribution to the British Treasury, mm. then we'll send out a four-man uh, team of SAS uh, to train. Ike says they're not. Ike says that. They're just the public. Right. 
public's perception of the wealthiest and most powerful. They're half-breeds. The wealthiest, most powerful are always in the shadow. shadow. We'll never, never know, will we? We'll never know. It's this whole idea of shadow that government. That leads to the Pindar again, is where the Queen, mm. yes, she's the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, mm. is incredibly high up the ladder, but she's still below Pindar and she's afraid of him. But The point where apparently... He's higher than her in a satanic rank. Mm. Apparently, Prince Charles's father, Pindar. Really? Yeah. Mm. Apparently, Charles looks a lot, lot, lot like Pindar. <laughs> looks a lot like the FA Cup. <laughs> also, Ike theorises that Princess Diana was pregnant at the time of her quote murder. I'm saying quote for you two. Well, please go back to our. Uh, Diana episode where we discussed this in detail. Yes. Was she um, carrying an illegitimate Muslim child? Or was no. she carrying Pindar's child? Oh. And they were sacrificed in a satanic ritual. I believe she was sacrificed. I know he yeah. believes that. He's written an entire book about her, I think, about that. There's, he claims there's a fuck ton of symbolism of which apparently they are obsessed with. They do like um, a bit of symbolism. You've got to give them that. You know, 13th pillar... And we go into a 9-11 as well, the, the mm. symbolism in, some of the, the occult symbolism in 9-11 is also like a little bit, mm, that's a bit coincidental, Lord, but it, and it's the, the rational part system, of you, yeah. of course, will always deny it. But it's the perfect system that they've created because those of us that question it and say, hey, do you think they're maybe flaunting their, their ritualistic nature a little yeah, bit? The you fucking conspiracy theorist yeah. dick! The Freedom Act, or whatever it's called, that was House Resolution Bill 666. I know. What's no, fuck, they're trolling us on such a fucking epic level, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're having a fucking laugh. There's no way that's a coincidence. It's either symbolic or someone being a cunt but, yeah, having a laugh. At the same time, we can all agree that people that numerology is pretty bollocks. I mean, look at that fucking uh, firefighter prophet. Oh, it's such oh, a stretch. Like David Mead. Oh. I read this verse, this numbered mm. verse, and this number verse equals yeah. this. It's bollocks. We know that. But these fuckers are like on another level, aren't they? Yeah, I thought. I mean, bill number 666, 13th pill. Like, oh, maybe maybe some of it isn't true. Maybe it's yeah. not just what we've been fed. Yeah. Maybe it well, wasn't the 13th pillar, was it? I, I was just know. literally just about to say, maybe she hit the 12th pillar, but they said yeah, it was the 13th. That's it. Just cause it's, and because it sells more papers than yeah. it. Maybe. You know, well, that's essentially it what it all fucking comes down to, isn't it? Yeah, it's what it's fucking the capitalism, guys. It's fucking capitalism. Oh, I'm not sharing. I'm not sharing. Yeah. I worked for it. It's mine. It all boils down to that. Uh, if it's the twelfth pillar, it sells no papers. If it's the thirteenth pillar, on. all of a sudden everyone's got a fucking interest. You know, was she pregnant? Probably not. But if she was, hey. Mm. So, and this is what we bought in the hundredth episode. What I've learned from a hundred episodes mm -hmm. is that if someone can make money out of it, they'll promote a conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. Now I love to, I like to be the, the alien guy, mm. but I know most of it ain't fucking true. Mm. It's it's just overactive imaginations or psychological conditions. Mm -hmm. Some, but you can't rule out everything. No. Like Kelly Hawkinsville. <laughs> and everyone needs but, something to follow. Exactly. Or everyone believe needs in. something to follow. And, and, and the stuff offspring like this. song, something to believe yeah. in. I didn't exactly. really understand Boom. that song when I was 15. I loved it, but I didn't get it. 
I fucking get it now. Yeah. Of like, we all need a fucking belief system. We do to keep us sane. It's a vital part of psychological yeah. well-being. Now, whether that's a um, conspiracy theory or UFOs, UFOs, skepticism, the the media, whatever, white nationalism, yeah. that's it. Uh, whatever it is. Oh, I offended a dude this week at work. Not expect- you. <laughs> I suspect. Well, it's actually, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I suspect he, all he seems to do is watch. Videos on YouTube about how the right wing aren't right wing. Right. And he was like, oh, the pro They're not right wing enough for him. Yeah, you know, the right. pro. Oh, those pro boys in America. They're not right wing. They're just really proud of being American. And I'm like, what? So all they've got to be proud of is where their parents fucked and spawned. <laughs> Which is that true. it? Is that all they are as human beings? Where they're, where they're See, being... We know that. Think they're fucking cunts. We know are. that on an intellectual level, don't we? Yeah. We know that it's just a fucking lottery. One spunk happened to hit one. It's a fucking miracle of life. You just you have no choice in where you were born. But I think we can also understand intellectually that in this fucking life where everyone is desperately scrabbling for some kind of fucking meaning. We all need an identity now. Something to attach yourselves to. I'm I'm American, goddammit. And I get sucked up into look what happens when England are in the World Cup, Mm. all three of us. Yeah. You know, pretty right minded. That's that's not us being patriotic. No. In a way, that's just us wanting to do well. Yeah, Yeah, but it's kind of that psychological belonging, this is ours, it's us, you know what I mean? And this is why I, I fucking laugh at you. We're not being patriotic. Mm. We just want our team to win. Yeah, it's different. Cause we're I, not I, screaming I, gallon face at the window. No, England till we die. I see it as a sport. I, I'm a Forest fan. I hate. I'm meant to hate Derby County. I'd never like. If, if it was a shank Derby, Derby, Derby County fan. <laughs> shank him. Or <laughs> spit in his face and then yeah. shank him. No, we're not. <laughs> you might do. Well, I might do. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's just a game. We are just a Burnley yeah. fan. Because Jingoistic, that's a good word. That's, yeah. that's it, jingoistic. Yeah. That's yeah. what happened when the, oh, the Olympics was It's fun to pretend in. that you're part of this tribe. Yeah. It's my it team. The super tribe. Yeah. We're all desperate to belong to something. Yeah. Um, I suppose in a way, when we're football as well, it's like we all have our own individual tribes. Mm. From Man United to Telford FC. Mm. We all have that little tribe that we're part of, but for England games, we all come yeah, together. The super tribe. We're Do super you hate tribe. the Scots? Yeah. Do you hate the Scots? <laughs> I've just had a thought. And the Welsh and yeah. the Irish. Well, I've just thought, I'm not going to be the, the first person to have ever had this thought, but it's just like sort of dawned on me of like, you know, like they used to say religion is the opium of the masses. Napoleon said that, you know? Right. He was the well, first person to say that. Do you think there's an argument to be made for? You know how tribalistic politics has become? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. indentured tribalism. That, like, that has replaced religion in a way. So, like, you don't identify as Catholic or Protestant or whatever or Muslim. Most it's like, it's tied. I'm, I'm Labour. That's well, my religion. Like say again, sorry. Mostly it's tied. Like, if you're in Northern yeah. Ireland, if you're a Protestant, you're mm-hmm. a DUP. Right, okay. If you're a Catholic, mm. you're a um, Sinn Féin. Yeah. yeah, do you see? But what I'm trying to say is, like, do you think it's replaced? So politics yeah, is the opium be. of the masses. Instead of identifying like I said, as. very intertwined. So, yeah. like, if you're, if you're like an upstanding Christian, you naturally you're going to be more conservative. Conservative, yeah. Of course, yeah, 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 in America, if you're, if you're yeah. a, a Christian, a proud Christian, you're, you're a Republican. Republican. I do despise the tribalism of it, though. I think we. But that is a separation of church and state. Which sadly can't really happen though, can it? Yeah. I just wish you were allowed, like, I, obviously I don't, I feel like I'm constantly, like, defending fucking conservatives and things on the pod, and if someone's listening who doesn't really know me, 
could get confused by that. But it's like, I just wish that liberals, not all, I'm not tiring everyone with the same brush, but I wish they could live and let live. And let, it seems to be, it's become so tribalistic. It's like, we have to destroy the other side. You're not allowed to exist. Fuck you. And it's like, but well, so I would, can't we, that. like, but they surely they have to be allowed to exist, and like you should be man enough to, you know, I'm not being. Uh, we are. You should be able us. to intellectually fucking argue your case with them rather than go. You Fuck you! You don't but, speak. But like kids, but half the time, like children. Kids, but half the yeah. time, you can't yeah. argue your case, especially in the case of like a Brexiteer, who's a. You present yeah. them with facts. But that's the thing, they're as indoctrinated as... Fake news or put their fingers in yeah. his blah, 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 sovereignty, blah, blah, blah. That's very See, true. I, and the I, problem is, though, that I, you're a regular, average, normal, conservative man who's done nothing wrong. Yeah, because it feels like every, we believe is for the best. It, and who has every right to think that way and vote that way is completely fucking demonised and lumped in with the others. Just like I will now end... I'm finding myself in a position of lumping... I'm doing the same to woke people and lefties and oh you're all fucking cunts you're all mindless it's just fucked it, you know what I try and do I try and find common ground yeah we both agree on yeah and work from there but you did successfully on a comment thread this week it wasn't bad well that's the, the sensible intellectual uh, what's it called critical thinking is that the right phrase do you know what I mean you, you, yeah yeah and critical thinking shouldn't be taught in schools mm. let's face it because I'm going to be honest guy, some guy called me a stupid idiot mm. Post on something, I don't know if you yeah, saw it. I saw it, yeah, I read it, yeah. I don't think I said yeah. it. By the end of it, he, he, he said, oh, you're not, you're, I was right, you're not that stupid after all, I don't think. Mm. So, I mean... That's fair enough. You but told me a communist something yeah. like that, a, a social Marxist, yeah. something like that. I don't understand those terms. I do, I but don't, I don't. I, I vaguely do. I know what socialist means. But I would, for example, nowadays, if I went out with a girl mm. and she said she voted leave, Mm. I wouldn't date her because yeah. she's standing with the far right whether she means to or not she's standing with them yeah but that's you getting sucked into the tribalism it is yeah it, it is and I, would, I, you, would you just shag it yeah because <laughs> I, I think if you deny yourself the opportunity of love because of something yeah. she voted on yeah but at the same time that, um, does anyone watch you don't watch Kirby enthusiasm do you no 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 um, I know what it is like though going with this woman this actress yeah and she's hot and uh. She likes him and he likes her, mm. and they're getting on in the dressing room. He looks over and there's a there's a picture of um, President Bush. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the picture, looks at her, and he's thinking. He's like, I just can't do this. If I went, if I did uh, met a very hot woman, I walked in the room and there's a picture of Nigel Farage <laughs> next to her bed, and I'm probably not going to go through. Yeah. No, but see, see, this is the problem with what, like what you just said. There is like. See, I've got real-world experience that my missus did vote for leave. But I understand her reason why, and she's not affiliated with the... Oh, she of course couldn't she be isn't. No, no. Anything... She couldn't be further away from, like, racist or homophobic or anything like that. She just fell for the fucking propaganda. She fell for the 350 million extra for the NHS. Who can argue with that? That sounds fucking great. No, but no, that's all lies. If but they were still, still the leave... If they'll still leave at that point, yeah. and they believed all the propaganda was put on, I don't think they could do it. But yeah, is everyone who wants side, to leave? But is everyone who wants to leave a racist? Most of them. I don't know. No, they're not. Uh, well, big break, percentage, I don't know, but you, you can't. Three, this you is can a problem. You can't. You the can't. racist, the elderly, the stupid. Well, which one does my girlfriend fit into? Oh, the misinformed. There's four groups. Yeah, see, it's the, it's complex as fuck, man. Trying yeah, to label people in the first place. Yeah, and that's the problem. 
Yeah, that's the thing. And well, the your left... missus said she, she wouldn't vote leave. She certainly changed her mind. There's one I language, think. There's like, I can't remember, it's some primitive language, and they don't have the term you, so they'd never say, like, you're a dickhead. Mm. They'd always say, you're acting like a dickhead. Okay. See, I like that. Yeah. See, I said that word, and it's got, got admonished for, mm. and it's like, what are you like a cunt for? <laughs> it's probably the C word. They're not attacking the person, you're attacking their actions. That's true, that's see, because that's what, because I know this in myself. I don't like being wrong at all. My ego, it really struggles yeah. with it. When it's pointed out to me, I, you know, I feel something, but then somebody gives me information that I was previously unaware to, and it changes my thing, my fucking yeah. ego. And if you're attacking someone, calling like something, all of a sudden their defences are up. Yeah, instantly. Yeah. You know, so it's just going to be a slang match. But has this not yeah. been done to us on purpose? Because the same course, thing. Because yeah. look at America. It's it can't be a coincidence that America's basically split now between well, so you're a Nazi we? So we. or you're exactly that's what I'm getting. To. So in America, you're a Nazi or you're woke. They want to split your divisions, mate. It's yeah. easy to rule. And here, it's break, leave like or stay, racist or not. Play like a fiddle every day. The oh. emotions. Mm. You know, look at the terror threat in America. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Every day, oh, they have like oh, it's orange level. Yeah. Jesus. You know what I mean? It's play like an orchestra, mm. man. They just play yeah. us, and then they get us into a state of fear and confusion, mm. and then say, "Right, we're doing this. It's going to help you." And we're like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. And thank they're feeding you. on our fucking negative energy. Yeah. I, I've got to tell. You, I might have told you this story before, maybe not on the pod, but um, one of the worst things I saw in relation to Brexit, and I saw this with my own eyes. It was the day after the result, and this shows you what it did to the psyche of a certain level of person. The racists that you're referring to. My best friend has a market stall that we started together and so I used, I don't have anything to do with it anymore but we used to be there every, I'd be there every Saturday. And it must have been either the day after or a few days after the result but it was the next Saturday after the result and I'm on the market and two doors down from us was a, a Muslim lady whose husband actually owns the bit of the market that, yeah. that we rent. And she was selling Asian clothes, and she had in the middle of the walkway, like uh, dummies with Asian dresses on, like. Yeah. Okay. And I watched with my own eyes a guy who he couldn't have been more of a stereotype, jogging bottoms, Man United T-shirt, and a crutch. You know the type. Yeah. Hasn't worked for fucking twelve yeah, years because yeah. because he's, he's got his you know I need me crutch even though he's walking fine. He didn't know anyone was looking at him, and I watched him. Walked past this dummy with the Asian dress on it and he went, oh, and he gobbed on it and carried on walking. And I was so like, I didn't tell my mate Lee, he's Indian, and the lady who owned the shop, she's uh, I think Pakistani, but definitely Muslim. Both different religions, but both Asian. I didn't tell either of them. I was so like, how can you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I'm, I don't want to break that to somebody like, oh yeah, yeah that, that yeah, dude yeah. just literally was so offended by seeing that dress on a dummy that he fucking gobbed on it. Yeah. And you know he'd been whipped up by the, he's like, yeah, we voted leave. They're that thick that, yeah, fuck the Muslims. They go, yeah, they're not, no, from, they're they're not from Europe, mate. You know, but yeah. it was literally like, yeah, Britain, Brexit, fuck them, they're going. And he fucking gobbed on it. I couldn't believe it. And I got tissue and I fucking dealt with it myself without telling either of them. But that's always stuck with me. Like I could just see it got that type, that guy. They yeah. got to him. They whipped him up to the point yeah. where he felt confident enough in public to fucking gob on a, a Mate, dummy. Fucking, you got Trump an apologist. There's good people mm. on both sides. Remember Mate, that? 
This week, the disgrace party, mm. Britain First, who have been labelled as a fucking right-wing terror organisation now, are doing fucking patrols around the White Cliffs of Dover. I can believe it. To stop migrants coming. So Look at Boris. If some migrants wash up on the shore, these fuckers are allegedly going to report them to the authorities. No, they're not. They're going to fucking get the shit out of them. Look at Boris calling them. And stand them back in the boat. They're going to exactly what they're going to fucking do. Calls Muslim women in burkas, letterboxes and bank robbers. Yeah. That speech from that um, Sikh guy was amazing because, historically yeah, yeah. speaking, mm. the only reason I know I could talk about this with any kind of confidence is my best mate is a Sikh and he's explained a lot of shit to me and like, the history of Sikhs and Muslims not getting along really and it's, Kind of a lot of it's to do with Britain just basically <laughs> splitting. Oh, you two aren't getting along, right then? Yeah, there's the border. Idea, you lot go that way, you lot come this way. People were getting blown up, and like train full of innocent people just sat there, were getting blown up like fucking nightmare. Well, the Brits, anyway, the, the Sikhs, their own kingdom as well. And, uh, and, uh, just historically yeah. speaking, there is some fucking bad blood yeah. between Sikhs and Muslims, but that dude was a proud Sikh man. Standing up for Muslim women in the British team, Parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was fucking amazing. I played yeah. that speech to my mate, and it, he was quite like, you know, emotional about it. Just like, yeah, fucking, he's right. Because my friends dealt with that. He's older than us. He's fifty this year, and he's told me stories of being dragged down the stairs at school by his head. Because you know they wear the, yeah, yeah. the palm on their head back then. Yeah. Being dragged by his hair down the fucking stairs and things like that. Like actual fucking real fucking racism in the 80s that we can't really imagine now because it wasn't like that in the 90s really it was a lot better yeah that speech made him quite emotional and proud like and it was it was a that's quite a monumental thing really for that Sikh dude to be standing there and standing up for Muslim women and just showing that it's not about uh, the divisions and all that and, and you fucking Boris by saying stupid shit like that he doesn't realise. Yeah, he doesn't realise. Like that dude who I saw spit on the dummy. It's 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 galvanised these type yeah, of people, exactly. and that's why I get where you're saying that a lot of them are racist. And yes, they are. But the fucking problem is we can't say that they're all because no. there will be very moderate people like my missus. And I'm sure if my parents were, because they've never voted in fucking nothing, my parents. But I'm pretty sure they would have been swept up in the. Um, my parents voted leave, but that's they are racist. Well, there you go. <laughs> 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 Hang on, weirdly, I convinced my dad, who's the most Tory man ever, Tory working-class voter ever, to vote Remain, because yeah. I said, well, that's what Cameron wants, and he's like, well, he is head of the party, I should vote with him. Beautiful headline. But now he would vote leave, because he wants the whole thing over yeah. and done with. Yeah, I'm not attacking my parents, but they come from a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this the is the 1940s. Really need to piss them okay. So, um, all right, you've heard everything that we've got. Reptilians. I'm going to go with. I definitely think Ike's right about some stuff. Yep. They're the banking system that we didn't really get into, but we've covered on previous episodes. The whole bloodlines thing. I think he's got a point. Whether or not they're reptilians or not. Is a different matter. That's a bit that I can't quite stretch to you. I mean, I'm not ruling it out because there's a bit of scientific under- underpinning to it as well, mm. isn't it? It kind of makes sense a little bit. It could be. Who knows? I will, can I just read you we this? We don't know where we came from. We don't know. You know what no, I mean? No, we've got so, no answers. And are his answers any more ridiculous than the Christian uh, well, answers? No, they're not. Exactly. No. I'll just read you the first two from the blurb on the back because this is quite good. The first two little paragraphs. 
this is a blurb on the back of his book, Children of the Matrix. We are born into a world controlled by unseen forces that have plagued and manipulated humanity for thousands of years. No, this is no script from a Hollywood movie. It is happening to you now. You may look around and think that what you see is real, but in truth, you are living in an illusion. An illusion designed to keep you in a mental, emotional and spiritual prison cell. Mm. I'm not sure that you can really argue too much no. with that. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's take away the reptilians. Let's yeah. take away what we're talking about. On that bit. Let's take away that part. He's absolutely fucking right. We are ruled by fear. Yep. An unseen force. And I don't believe the people in charge of the country who we vote for are really the people running the country. No. I don't believe that for a second. No, no they've got bosses and owners. You know, and even they, corporate even overlords. If, even yeah. if, that's the thing. You look mm. at it, you don't say, okay, there's an Illuminati. You say, okay, well, in theory, our Prime Minister is governed by the press. <laughs> well, he's constantly pandering to the fucking yeah. fuck, isn't it? But then, I don't know if he's governed by the press. He is to a punk his public opinion. No, I think it's the other way around, isn't it? Yeah, but that's why they control the press, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because I know we might see it like the press are giving him an hard time. Right? <laughs> but, like, did so you hear him? Did anybody hear David Cameron on Jeremy Vine? No. I had to turn it off, it was that awkward, because Jeremy Vine was. Some might say he was being a cunt, but others might say, that's his fucking yeah. job. He was not letting Cameron Good. get away. He was just nailing him, nailing him and not letting him give the Weasley politician answers because yeah. he's not a serving politician, is he? He's yeah. a man trying to sell a book. But when he was a politician, was he doing that? Mm. So, and Vine was like reading bits from the book. No, but you said in the book, you say yeah. here, blah, 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 blah. And it, it was so awkward. I was like, ooh, can't take it. Turn it you off. fucked a pig's head, you. <laughs> <laughs> but but I guess my to, point was... You need to cut deeper with the austerity cuts. But my point was, nobody yeah, did that to him as Prime Minister. He wouldn't have been ridden that hard. If he'd have gone on Jeremy Vine as the serving Prime Minister, he might have given him a bit of an hard time. But I don't nah. think it would have been like he was no, roasting him. He no, was treating him like a cunt. On that show, didn't he say that Cameron said that I'd have cut us... To, I'd, have, I'd have... Book, isn't it? I'd it's have in have the book. It's in the book. harder than yeah. it should have been. And he was trying to dance around it, and Vine's literally... Re no, it's yeah. you literally said Trunks. in the book... And he's still trying to do his, like, <laughs> dancing round it. Mate, his policies killed 120,000 people. Yeah. Mm. Made the more miserable. The UN are investigating yeah. the, the, the British government, which you don't hear about. Seriously, I don't know. Yeah, did we not? Did we, yeah, did the we UN not, are investigating the British government for crimes against humanity. Did we not hang people at Nuremberg for this? Where? Yeah. Systematic. Did we not hang Industrialised yeah. murder. He may as well have sent right people around in the middle of the night and slit the throats of 120,000 people. How do you might they explain slit. that bit to me. How did they... What, what the policies they... that he introduced, mm. cutting mean, benefits... Like austerity. All right, austerity. Right, OK, OK, OK. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. A report came out yeah. that said it led to the deaths of 120,000 people. So what isn't that headline? Why the fuck are we talking about Brexit? Yeah, Put that in the media. Oh, but we're day. dickheads, Thanks, Mike, so. for thinking yeah. about conspiracies, aren't we? It makes you want to fucking throw up. A lot of them were suicides as well. They couldn't get their, they couldn't get their yeah. benefits. They their benefits cut. Horrific they were deemed position. fit for work. It's universal credit. 
people without money for three months. Yeah. The bedroom pound. tax, I remember they're, they're that. They're killing themselves because they've got three pounds in their bank account. They've got to feed themselves for three months. Like 200%. Yeah. And he's got the fucking nerve to go around on the celebrity, not the celebrity trail, but the, when you've got a book coming out, to yeah, go and yeah. do the interview rounds. That's the only reason he's back in public so thing is to, to sell his fucking book. Last time I went to London, I stayed in um, a Regent's Park Hotel. I was a trip mm. through work. It's quite a smart hotel. A smart area in London, Regent's mm. Park. But... My God, the amount of fucking homeless people around there. Oh. And these are all three-storey townhouses, those beautiful uh, white houses you see that are all... 750 uh, grand. More than that, uh, probably millions of pounds uh, each. Three-storey townhouses all built in that beautiful curve around Little Island, you'll park your... your oh, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, kind of, that kind of neighbourhood, yeah. yeah. Homeless people sleeping on the streets, 200 yards away. Well, and it's that's increased in a, by over 100%. Two hundred percent. I th- I think I read hundred and hundred and sixty-five, nearly two hundred percent. Yeah, but I mean that in itself is a, a disgusting statistic for apparently the one of the top economies Eight. of the world. Oh, we slipped now. Yeah, we but, but in terms of civilization, never mind economy. I mean, like in yeah. terms of civilization, you know, we 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 set the standards for the world, do we not? As, as yeah. Brits, what what? Come on. And, and in some ways, like, we were bigging up the NHS earlier. Yeah, that is amazing, and we are world leaders, in a way, in that kind of thing. But to have a 165% increase in homelessness yeah. in the space of a couple of years or something... As much as Tony Blair was a cunt, we never had this. No. no. And the no, NHS was probably funded, or, or certainly funded to a higher level. As much as we hate St. Blair... But the, the fucked up thing about yeah, him is that we hate coming. him for what he did abroad, not yeah. to... Yeah. Ne- didn't really fuck with us. No. It was the fact that he, he was stop. the lapdog, wasn't he, for Bush? He did start the privatisation of the NHS, though, mm. the PFOs. He did. And he did get rid of a few like, the banking we're regulations not in this and things. But, right now. Yeah, he was a fucking saint compared to That's these murderers. That fucking dude who had to go at Boris in the week, we talked about earlier. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh that Laura Kunzberg, the, the BBC journalist, yeah. oh, he, he was a Labour activist. His daughter nearly yeah, fucking he, died. He didn't go there on purpose. And he's up there just to have a yeah. little Boris. Exactly. His daughter nearly died. Like, and then she um, goes and names um, him to get everyone yeah, to fuck with him. And Boris is like, oh, there's no press here. And he's like, what are they? Mm. He's pointing at the camera crew down yeah. the fucking corridor. Mm. Who are they? Yeah. You're telling me you haven't got a press officer? Keep mm. And Boris is like, no, they're not press. He's just being clearly fucking army. He's out of touch, and he... Oh, Ever touch? Ever <laughs> fucking mind? Ever sing? Ever fucking anything? Mm. Is that a reality? He lives in his little I fucking like, did did you, did, bubble. Did you yeah, read that? Like birds of a feather. Mm. Yeah. Well, did you read that report of him in the meeting with the guy in Brussels or whatever? That somebody said that as the meeting went on and it started to dawn on him the complexity of any kind of mm. deal, and he began to physically slump <laughs> in his chair like a child, and was just. And did you see him when stood next to? Was it the Irish? Prime Minister. Yeah. Whenever yeah. he was, the, the the attention wasn't on, but he literally starts doing yeah, stretches does, yeah. and things. What a. Are we special people? Are we particularly intelligent? No. And we can fucking see it. Well, the amount of times he's been had a go at in the street. Oh, that's brilliant. I love every time love he goes. Every time he's going to stop doing it eventually because he's just. <laughs> yeah. It's every I, I cheer inwardly. Yeah. So for God's sake, the thing is, 
The problem is that a lot of the people having a go on the street probably mm. won't vote Labour. They'll probably, they'll probably, I don't know. Brexit they? party. Might vote Brexit party. Get it, on, get it over with, get it over with. Imagine Boris and Farage in a majority. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? you got Farage, who's, who's openly said, I'd get rid of the NHS and privatise it, like the American healthcare system, mm. which leaves potentially tens of million. We've got a population of 60 million, maybe 20 million without healthcare, as a conservative estimate. I mean, you can't afford... Well, actually... Probably more than that. I mean, you probably can't afford to pay yeah. full healthcare privileges like they could under the NHS. And this guy's like, yeah, we should get rid of that. And people are voting for him or, or want to vote for him. Did you see that the um, in the European Parliament this week there was a vote to um, aid EU slash Iranian people who were held in Iran as hostages, mm. and it was a couple of British ones. And they didn't have names like John Smith or hmm. or Patty Brown or whatever. Hmm. They were Iranian names, Iranian British, and the Brexit Party MPs abstained to vote. They abstained to vote on people who hold British nationality yeah. who were held hostage in Iran. They're not British in their eyes, are they? No, no, because they're brown. Yep. And that exactly. shows you exactly the kind of people you're fucking dealing with, isn't it? And back to reptilians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just got a fucking point. Whether they are shape-shifting lizards or not, I have no idea. But he's got a fucking point. Yep. Weird news. Thank you, Saint Eric. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. You can hire terrifying clones to deliver donuts to your friends. I was tempted to do this for you, man. I know you do this clients. to me, that clone's <laughs> getting punched. <laughs> and then you'll get punched. <laughs> oh, can you put video view on that? It's getting old, Men. then. You need glasses. Mainly because of the picture as well. <laughs> and you're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. So am I. <laughs> if you feel like ruining a friendship, the place that will send a clone that looks like it crawled out of hell <laughs> to deliver donuts to your friend's door. All 19 locations of Hertz Donuts will send a scary clone to whomever you instruct them to with a box full of donuts and a face that will haunt their nightmares forever. Who's going to recommend doing this to your friend is a uh, claustrophobic gun owner. Coolophobic. Whatever. It must yeah. mean fear of clowns. Well, either way, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> Hertz posted about their special on Facebook. Although the month of October, all through the month of October, you can enlist a, the donut shop to show up wherever and give someone a panic attack and then donuts. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can only terrorise your friends if you live in a city with a Hertz donut location. Otherwise, you just have to shop there. Uh, stop. Stop. They're hard with donuts, or the old-fashioned way. You send a clone, do me donuts. <laughs> that clone's dead. <laughs> yeah, you could just go down to the, the donut shop. That dude, <laughs> that, no that dude who's dressed as a right clone is dead. Mm. <laughs> I will go to jail. I thought you'd like this article. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I don't like clones. <laughs> oh, not I do not like clones. 
Okay, next up, man who looks just like Walter White in Breaking Bad, busted for me. I'm guaranteeing <laughs> you he based his look on Walter White from Breaking Bad. You remember that series is like, what, fucking five years old now? Ten, probably. Ten years that, old, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I'm guaranteeing you he's like, yeah. hey, I'm a bald guy, <laughs> I grow a goatee, I wear glasses. There's a picture of Walter White and then there's a man in question. Yeah. He looks just fucking like him. Well, to be fair, the dude in question, the con, is he's been working out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, them yeah. shoulders do not fit into the uh, into the mugshot. They say life imitates art, but really it's more likely that Breaking Bad creator Vince Gilligan just googled meth mugshots and then wrote his description of what main character and meth kingpin Walter White looked like based on a rough composite of about ten or so of those writing like those most. Things in life in 2019 is aided heavily by just Googling whatever the hell it is you need to know. As you can see from 50-year-old Illinois man Todd W. Barrick Jr.'s mugshot, that's probably exactly what Gilligan did, because Barrick is something of a ringer for one of TV's most iconic and terrifying characters. Barrick is currently on the run and wanted by the Gatesburg Police Department for a probation violation related to the possession of meth. Gatesburg Police posted Barrick's mugshot to Facebook, hoping the community might have information on their fugitive's whereabouts. However, commentators immediately keyed on the resemblance between Barrick and Breaking Bad actor Brian Cranston, who played Walter White. Ah, so is it art imitating life or life imitating mm. art? Ooh, we'll never know. Mm. It's all one and the same. We'll never know. Either way, dude who's actually being done for meth, Garrett, He's working out. He's wearing a white vest, therefore he's, he's working out. He's both for 50, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, and for a meth head. Yeah. Well, well actually, no, he's, 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 he's not getting high in his own right. supplies. He's, a, he's an intelligent dealer. Well, he's the uh, the scar face of the meth world, evidently. <laughs> Don't get high in your own supply. Nope. Well, well, I wouldn't fuck with him. Me either. <laughs> you mean he doesn't look 50, I'll give him that... Would buy some Looks like off, 30. Yeah. I certainly. Well, if I wanted to buy meth off him, I probably would. But because he looks like Walter White. Because he looks like Walter White mainly. <laughs> do you reckon he gets sick of it? I reckon he does. I reckon no, everyone no. calls him Walter. Actually, no. I reckon Walter. he look, He's done it on purpose. Well, he's yeah, like, he's, he's literally it. telling people my name's Walter. Yeah, I, I, I agree. With that. I agree with that. I'm, um, I'm. What's his name in the fucking show? Heisenberg. Mm. Yeah, I'm high. I bet I bet you we use Heisenberg as a fucking code name. <laughs> I guarantee it. I would if I was him. Yep. I have no imagination. And for our America listeners, we've said this joke numerous times before, and it's a meme, but if Breaking Bad was set in the UK, he'd have just got his treatment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, well, no, 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 no series. No series. <laughs> Walter White goes to hospital. Walter White has chemotherapy. Walter White survives. Walter White returns back to work. Walter White returns to work. I do a period of time where he's been And has a new And he has a newfound appreciation for life, having yeah. had such a close call, and becomes a fantastic teacher. Yeah. Right, above and beyond the call yeah. of duty, because he's so glad to be alive. It's it's dead poet society going on in that classroom every <laughs> fucking time. No, I kept thinking, you know, I was moaning about that doctor off mic who had the bedside manner of Rudolph Hess. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, Bengali. Yeah. I kept thinking, has this cunt not seen Patch Adams? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jordan's here open a fucking red nose. I know it's busy. I know it's stressful. Don't, don't treat me. You've got ball cancer. He literally treated me like, oh, it's such a pain in the arse. I've got to deal with you. Hey, you've got ball cancer. Entertain me. <laughs> Oh, instead of joking about how I've been exposed to the radiation, so you might as well look at the X-ray. Fucking tell me a joke. You sure as it look, I've done a fucking punk two podcasts on Chernobyl. I know radiation's not good. You Do fucking... not use the words exposed and radiation in the same sentence. It just sat, and especially with your German accent, it sounded a little bit ominous. Not gonna lie. Could you taste metal after it? <laughs> Fuck me. He wasn't funny. He could have told me a joke or made it, you know. Oh, don't worry, son. A few weeks of physio, you'd be wanking again. <laughs> In front you'll... of my missus, yeah, I would have loved that. <laughs> You'll soon be curling shizer out of an arsehole. <laughs> I should have really confused him and used my, my feeble bits of GCSE German just randomly. Um, so, um, how long do you think, Doctor, I'll get my um, full dexterity back? Ich gehen schlitzschlaufen! Was? If you live in Telford, you break your arm and you go to the fucking fracture clinic. The head guy's a German, obviously. He's not going to be a subordinate. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not Dr. Mengele. I'm sure he's a, we're sure he's a very competent doctor. But obviously, on this particular day, he was yeah. very impatient with gas. Yeah, and, and he was wearing a fucking like full length leather trench coat. He was not wearing a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> he did not have a little peaked cap with a skull and crossbones on. You know, I used to have a gold cap tuff and it disappeared while I was there. Really? Strange. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't help but feel you're feeding some fibs there, Mr. Vincent. Yeah, I'm being massively racist, but you know, <laughs> it's white, so it's all right. Woo! Yeah, the fucking crowd. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sour crowd. <laughs> My That's why it's Rimmer. We're lucky to be alive. <laughs> My granddad put a bayonet in yours, cunt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, move on. <laughs> oh, man. So, right, okay, last weird news. Then we'll do full Alex. Okay. A man admits to having drunken sex with. <laughs> a man admits to having drunken sex with traffic cone in a train station lift. I think that's the headline of the year. Woo! We've all been there. A man has pleaded guilty to outraging public decency after being found by train station staff drunkenly having sex with a plastic cone. Trevor Smith, 38, was seen sitting at the lift at the station with his trousers and under... Oh, man. He didn't even, like, just slightly take the cock out of the flies. He could have oh. got away with it then. He literally dropped his kecks. Oh. <laughs> like a dirty alley shag. Uh, underpants round his ankles with a cleaning cone lap and thrusting his hips. A court heard how Virgin Train's team leader saw a drunken smith sitting on the floor with the cone turned upside down on his lap and he was sitting on the floor and shagging it. I presume he had it to a wide end out then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He was just the man, it. it says there, the man was thrusting into the narrow end of the cone. Oh. Well, obviously, he's not going to feel anything. He'd be like slinging a fucking sausage depends down a bowling alley if it was well, the Well, no, it depends if it's been sandbagged or not. 
Sometimes at the bottom they'll put sandbags in, won't they, to keep them weighted down? <sighs> like, just go to the loo and have a wank. He's obviously yeah. drunk out of his fucking mind oh, as well. God. The station worker contacted British Transport Police who sent an officer who entered the lift and found Smith now on top of the cone. It was on a lift! Still thrusting into it. Realising he was being watched, Smith pulled his trousers up before being helped to his feet by the officer who saw white powder around... <laughs> and thank God he said powder and not... Like, oh. <laughs> oh God, sorry. White powder around his lower face and what appeared to be further drugs on the lift floor. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, then. I mean, I've been... I've been high. Are you a foot of traffic cone, girls? No. Performed self-dentistry once I was so high on speed. Yeah. Couldn't feel a thing. Jesus. Bled so much that my white t-shirt looked like it was just soaked in saliva and blood. Looked like a fucking horror movie. No way. And like about three hours in a mirror intensely doing self-dentistry. Oh, Couldn't oh. feel a thing. Jeez. Bought that off some Polish guy. <laughs> I think it's a speed. Best of you've had? Wouldn't say best. <laughs> I might say strongest, but not best. So yeah, okay, this is appearing to make more sense now. The court heard Smith had been drinking heavily that day, watching football, and that he suffered from diabetes and depression. What's diabetes got to do with fucking a cone? My dad's got diabetes so bad he needs kidney dialysis. Pretty sure he doesn't fuck traffic cones. It's not an Pretty excuse. Pretty sure he doesn't. <laughs> oh, well, no, I can't say that for definite. It's not an excuse, Mr. Smith. It's not an excuse. Friends had seen he was getting down and gave him white powder, which he believed to be cocaine but turned out not to be a drug at all. He said he was heading home on the train and he had entered the lift, think he was in a locked room, and that was all he could remember. It's kind of impressive, though. <laughs> I can understand getting super horny, because he thinks he's in the... He's, he doesn't know where he is, he's out of his fucking tree, mm, but the, yeah. the, going as far as to fucking... the traffic cone and go... Oh, I'm pretty <laughs> you want me to fuck you? Okay. Well, we've all been I'm there. I'm deeply disturbed by this. <laughs> we've all been there. I'm going to say, I have been in the state that this man yeah. was in that I night. Think he's, Numerous he's, times, yeah. I just didn't fuck a traffic cone. Well, he's taking. He's on. He's depressed, so he might be taking mm. antipsychotic drugs as well. Which also, don't, don't take know. other drugs with yeah. your antipsychotic Oh, shit. But it wasn't. It, it turned out it was just white powder. Mm. What white powder was it though? Probably That's not fucking baby laxative or something or whatever. Do you know what they gave? We know this lad does, and he, he's in his fucking forties. He's not a kid, but he's a bit slightly simple. But that doesn't factor into the story. Anyway, blagged him, and uh, it's a bit bullying to be honest. I wasn't too amused with it, but they were giving him. Somebody had bought non-alcoholic beer by mistake. Yeah. In bottles, and they were giving it to him, telling him it was beer because. Basically, how can I explain this without getting myself in trouble? The only reason I know this guy is because he buys a product from the same person who I buy a product from. <laughs> right. And so he, and sometimes the person who I buy this product from has parties with his customers. Mm. Anyway, so, so they're feeding... orgy-esque? No, not like that. So they're feeding him non-alcoholic beer and everyone's asking him, like, oh, how are you feeling, Daz? How are you doing? And, like, and he's placebo or whatever. He thinks he's pissed and yeah. he's acting pissed oh, and all that. God. And then someone tells him it's non-alcoholic, and it all, and it's like, huh? And I was like, oh, you can't stand that to him because it could happen to anyone. That, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, because I went for. I remember when I was drinking non-alcoholic beer, 
I yeah. sometimes could have sworn I was getting a buzz off that first one. <laughs> I could have fucking sworn. But anyway, this poor geezer, yeah, I hope he gets the help he needs. Don't fuck traffic cones. Don't fuck your traffic cone, please. Well, I've got to say, for the listener, a little bit of inside baseball. It's Ben and Mike who curate the um, news stories that we're going to read out. I have nothing to do with that. Whoa, whoa, I, I only choose the first three. Oh, okay, okay. So well, I did say Ben and Mike. So I think for our, for our centenary episode, you, you fucking well outdid us there. On that one. That's one of the three collections of fucked up news. That's one of the best we've had, man. 100 fucking episode, boys. Yeah. And if you're out there and you've listened to all 100, fucking hell, thank you, man. Yeah. Even if you've only listened to one, Ben's just got a beer. Oh, no, it's all good. Even if you've only ever listened to one, if this is your first one, whatever, man, we appreciate the shit out of you. We're not a big podcast. We're not big enough to have sponsorship and all that, but we have a loyal listenership. It it's means, all appreciated. It man. means the fucking world to us. Because like, we'd be having this conversation yeah, anyway. we're amazed that anybody listens, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, honestly, we're just three mates chatting to each other with no consideration into whether or not it's a good podcast. It's whether or not we're having a good time. That's it. Absolutely. And we put it online, and the fact that people, anybody fucking listens yeah, to it and the supports The reviews has been overwhelming. It? Yeah. Honestly, it's been it's been absolutely fucking awesome, lads. And I don't think it's any small achievement to have filled, let's say, on an average, they're two hours long. Yeah, absolutely. On, and that's conservative. Like, Early the, ones even longer. Yeah. This, has been, this has been our longest episode for mm. fucking like fifty episodes. Probably. It's, it's got to be easily two hundred hours of content, hasn't it? Easily, yeah. yeah. That we've put out there, and we've had a fucking good time doing it, and we appreciate all of you, and we're gonna keep doing it because it's fucking fun. It's therapy for us. Yeah, and the world needs put into rights. Yeah, and having a laugh along the way. Exactly, it's what it's all about. So if you want, if you haven't yet, join the Facebook page, join in on the fun. It's a meme. Wonderland. Meme <laughs> Wonderland. Conspiracy themed meme Wonderland. Funny stuff, dark stuff, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, man, we appreciate every single one of you. Absolutely, yeah, we do. I I can't thank you enough to be honest. It's awesome, man. Um, it's mind blowing. Yeah, really. We read out the list at the start of episodes. Like, like I said, you know, we haven't got like fucking millions of listeners, but we've got listeners all over the fucking yeah. world, man, spread across the planet, listening to three fucking numpties in Telford having a laugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. I just sort of followed Kevin Smith's advice. I know. Yeah. I used to listen to him say that for years yeah. and think, oh, it's easy for you to say. Yeah. And then we actually fucking did it. it. You want to do it, do it. It's that simple. you got a dream, do it. Yeah, no we're, we're a bit it. rough around the edges. You know, we might not be technologically up to speed with no. some of the bigger podcasts. So, you know. Uh, but the other thing... I think, out, I think, te- I think technologically so. impotent. I think <laughs> yeah. one of the things we've not Definitely. actually talked about on the pod is that podcasting is a fairly middle class game because of the equipment involved Indeed. and we are three very working class lads and we've got very extremely bog standard equipment the cheapest microphones on the market yeah the cheapest mixing desk i could afford you know we've got, all right, we've got decent computers now but we're literally using the cheapest shit on the market because that is all we mm. can afford actually that was 300 quid on the Argos card, on the credit Argos, on Argos card. In terms of laptops. Mike's was the previous brilliant. one before that. You know, yeah. one, you know, I'm using yeah. the one that I bought new because I thought it would be better. Mm. 
and mightier than what I had for the backup. But I think it's, that it's, is what is our unique voices because, you know, if I was a middle manager on fucking 50 grand a year and I, I could spend a thousand pounds on each microphone. You know, you can go that expensive. Yeah. You can spend as much as you mm -hmm. fucking want. We could go, we could go BBC studio yeah. level we quality it. We do it if we, we could. But we don't, and we make do with what we've got. Yeah. And I think that is that is who we are, and that's what part of our pod. And that's why I, I, I used to stress in the early days that oh, we don't sound any. It's not good enough. It's not professional level quality sound wise and all that. But fuck it, you can hear us. You know, it's not blowing your eardrums out and. And you're with us. If you listen to this, then you're with us. So stick with us, and we'll get better one day. And hey, if you're out there and you've got a couple of quid, I don't want to beg or anything like that. But if you've, if you wanted to sleep, send us a microphone. If you, if you're that way inclined, yeah, like, nice. send us three nice microphones. If you'd like us to sound a little bit better, then maybe help us out. But we're happy as we are. We make do with what we got. It's a bodge together system. Three lads who knew fuck all about sound. Recording yeah. and Mike's learned to edit yeah. and you know use audio programs, audio editing that he had no clue about before this. He's self-taught. You know what I mean? Ben puts the effort in doing the notes and the research all week. I stick the wires in the holes. <laughs> yeah. You know we do the best we can. I've fucking loved it so far, boys. It's been a hell yeah. of an adventure. Yeah, cheers, guys. Let's have a cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Not all. Some weeks we sound like we can't be asked because that's reality. It's mm. life. We're real people. Well, we're all gonna do shit. You know, I think it's worth sticking with because I think we, I think we're pretty consistent. To be fair. So anyway, that's my little speech, yeah, lads. You sat there manspreading. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it manspreading? I'm just joking about. I don't don't care. ever use that fucking phrase to me again because you're gonna trigger me don't and trigger set me up. <laughs> They haven't got testicles, Ben. They don't understand. Yes, guys, I fully, fully agree. If another man said to me, bro, could you maybe... Do oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, but... Fuck off. <laughs> gets I complicated uh, down I, I fully agree. It gets complicated down there. Things need rearranging. And they're all like, oh, how big can it be? It's not about what size. It's about the delicacy yeah. of the... Your genitals, sweetheart, are not dangling between your fucking legs. Like, you can't sit on your own vagina. Anyway, like, <laughs> I knew it. I went from celebratory and happy to completely triggered. After 100 episodes, I know what I'm going to trigger him. <laughs> Anything remotely woke. <laughs> no, I would like to say a big thank you as well. This is therapy for me, boys. I look forward to this. I don't care if anyone listens, to be honest. It's, it's a nice bonus it's that a nice people bonus. do, isn't it? Nice yeah. to share it with other people. Nice yeah, to share it with other yeah. people. So thank you very much, everybody who's yeah. ever listened or is continuing to listen. Send us some, send us some, send us a mail. Mm -hmm. Give us a review. Do something. Contact us. I'd like to hear from you. Suggestions? Like to, suggestions for episodes? Yeah, yeah that's anything. something we want to um, anything. encourage. Um, stuff we, we've got lined up will come to fruition. Please get in contact with us. Tell us, tell us stuff. Ask us, ask us stuff. Send we'll nudes. Send news if you really want to. Send Ben dick pics. Don't send me dick pics. <laughs> Never go for likes. Do you want to explain the, the rules well, of the I, show? Right. I've probably been doing this for 30 episodes. I don't know if I think of it every time I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, full Alex. Basically, Michael finds us a couple of random weirdos on the internet. And we will then pit them against the arch saint of insanity himself, one of the patron saints of the show, Alex Jones. 
and our job is to decide who's got the most full Alex this week. Because remember, it's all right to go a little bit Alex, quarter Alex, half Alex, three quarters Alex for podcast. Hey, <laughs> but never go full Alex. No. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Who got first then, Mike? First up, old favourite, Mark Taylor, the oh, firefighter You know what? I saved this for weird news, and I thought, you know what? Mike's going to have this before that, because I didn't even bother putting it in. <laughs> I watched this myself, yep. So, Mark Taylor says, carry a weapon so you don't become a blood sacrifice to Baal. Fuck is Baal? He's that one that Hillary Clinton and they worship Bohemian Grove, the ancient oh, was Molech. I, mean, I thought it was Molech. Oh, well, Baal's it's a long yeah. them, like, It's some ancient god that we it's don't know It's some ancient about. god that is probably considered Satan nowadays. Yeah. But, but as we have maintained, Satan. I think we're pretty sure we maintained on the Bohemian Grove episode that like we, we're open to the idea that the, the uber-powerful in this world don't believe in Christian. They have their own religions yeah, that yeah. are not exposed to the masses. So, Baal, okay. God worshipped in many ancient Middle Eastern communities, especially among the ooh, Canaanites. 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 Who yeah. apparently considered him a fertility deity and one of the most important gods in the pantheon. There you go. Oh, thank you, Robert. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> All right. So let's listen to Mark Taylor. The Firefighter Prophet. Uh, if you're a regular Bale's listener, he's a known source. cunt. Sorry. Bale's food source. Bale is a very violent entity. And it feeds off the blood of the innocent. If you don't know who Bale is, go do a study. Bale is the second in command on, on Satan's triune. Uh, you know, when you talk about Jezebel and all these other people, they all fall underneath Bale's command. That's the way I look at it. You have to know the command structure. So, uh, but his food source is running dry, which is why they're so hard fighting this this uh not for roe versus wade to, to come down now here's what people need to start looking for we all know the red cross is corrupt yeah. and they've been you know what i mean they're into all this all right absolutely and so uh there are even cues called them out and so when you look at the red cross and what the lord's been showing me is that their food sources are drying up uh they are literally grabbing people down here in hillsborough and um uh, pinellas county down here near tampa Grabbing people in broad daylight. Oh my these, God. These, these human traffickers are. Why? Because their food source is drying up. Mm. This is why I'm telling people we're entering into one of the most dangerous phases of this fight right now. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a heavy duty Second Amendment guy. I've hunted and fished my whole life. I'm an outdoorsman. I tell people, I don't care if you're Christian or not. If you if you don't have a concealed weapons permit, you need to get one. You need, you need to, to learn how to use a weapon. And uh, you need to be carrying it right now because this is a very dangerous time we're entering into. And, uh, It'll get cleaned up. It's not the same walk in fear. Just prepare, you know what I mean? But uh, look for, at some point, I believe what the Lord's been showing me, look for the blood banks to go on a massive drive. Wow. For no reason. My gosh. For no reason, they're going to go on a massive drive, I believe, because they need the blood. Yeah. Because their sources are running out. Hmm. So they can use that human blood for sacrifices. They can use it for, you know, drinking it or whatever it is they do. Uh, look for your blood banks to start going on these massive drives, including, I believe, probably the Red Cross. Well, Mark, the couple that Mark Taylor is speaking to there, they're like fucking extras in the Lost Boys. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
Look how he's trying to look so intensely interested. <laughs> they look like extras in the fucking lost boys. And he's talking about blood. Vampires are real. There we go. So yeah, people are snatched off the streets as a blood sacrifice to bar. All the time. And I like how he said, we did one quick Google search and like, sort of the, the, the first thing, I know we could look further into it, but like the first thing it says is a, a god of fertility. Which, which doesn't strike me as being the same thing as, like, you know, a, a warmongering... You know what I mean? like No, but I think in the Bible, didn't they, the Canaanites sacrifice people to Baal? They were looking at me for all. I don't know. <laughs> well, you went to a Christian school, so I'm looking at you. You know more than us. Oh, oh, hang on, am I the biblical scholar of the group? <laughs> what, 100 episodes in and someone tells you I'm the biblical scholar of the group? Fuck well, me! It doesn't take a lot, though. <laughs> We're fucked. I used to have, have the, the children's illustrated book of the Bible when I was a kid. <laughs> that's the only one I've ever read. You know, I had a Bible presented to me when I left primary school. Yeah? Yeah. And me. Still got it? Yeah. Somewhere. I used, I used to have one. A little red school. one? No, it's a big, the, thick fucking uh, heart. You had one like me, a little red one, the Gideon's Bible. And they gave that to everyone. Yeah. No, I had it. Once, age 17, eight. I used yeah. a page of it as a Rizzler. Nice. Uh, regretted it instantly, though, because it was really? horrific. Holy smoke? It was horrible. The oh. ink, the paper, it was, oh, a, right, it yeah. was a very bad decision. I'm probably still suffering mentally <laughs> at some level. So but, holy smoke does not work? I fucking love that song, though. Yeah, it's alright. It's probably the best. There's plenty of preachers to smoke, stick them in feet first. <laughs> yeah. I think Mark Taylor is just uh, an alarmist weirdo. Mm. It's not one of their best albums, you're right. It sounds cheap. I don't know where it was. I think it was recorded in Steve's home studio or something like that. Yeah. It sounds cheap. But anyway, and Yannick was in. That was when Yannick joined. Sorry. <laughs> I went all maideny. Fuck him, I'll come back to him later. Okay, next up, Jim Backer. Oh, man, oh. you're pulling out all the big guns oh, for the yeah. centenary, Mike. Woo! Talk of climate change is an effort to pretend the end times aren't upon us. Fucking hell, you might have something there. <laughs> That's what they want, though, isn't it? They want the end times, these Christians. Yeah, they want they it. They're fucking, they're, they're fucking for it. They're going to heaven. They're going to heaven, they want it. They want it big time. Bastards. God's judgment is coming, just as his word said it would come in the last days. Do you understand why is man so livid about global warming? Why? Why do you think people in America, they, do you know what? They want to have people arrested yes. that don't believe that global warming is what they're saying it is. Global warming. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. Wake up, everybody. Yes. Listen to me. This is really, really important, what I'm trying to tell you. Nihilist. Anytime people are crazy, insane, angry, and can't forgive, go crazy over <laughs> something, you better find out what's, what, what, what is the root of that. Mm. See, they don't even know why they're so upset over global warming. And yet I've studied global warming. And we've had periods of warming before. But here's the thing. God says... Oh, there we go then. Man says these storms and the things that are coming, God's going to send judgment. He already has. He's already begun. 
and you don't get it, you're going to get it on tomorrow's broadcast if you listen to me. Mm. Because global warming is the world's excuse that God wasn't in the storm. I'm going to prove to you God's in the storm. God's in the rain. God's in the wind. It's God's storm. It's God's wind. It's God's lightning. That applause was piped. Is it? I fucking guarantee. Hang on, two seconds. Can you skip back, Mike, to where there's a crowd shot? I just want to. Basically, do you, when, when you saw how many people were in that room, look. Yeah. Now match that to the sound of the applause. Mm. He's doing what they call a. Um, For me. Right, there's a handful the of people. I know we're only seeing the first few rows. God wasn't in the storm. I'm going to prove to you God's in the storm. God's in the rain. God's mm. in the wind. Is that yeah. that sound piped yeah. into you from somewhere else? Dodgy, it? What do they call that when the band. When, uh, Canned. So, someone doesn't sell out enough seats, so they put. So have ropes. Ticketed. So they put them all in tables. Instead, because it makes mm. it look like there's more people there. Uh, I just don't think that the applause matched mm. the size of that audience. I think this was possibly edited afterwards, because that is yeah. the point in the speech where you would expect mm. and there wasn't one. the rousing, mm. and I don't think it happened. So uh, he was trying to. Was, they were falling asleep. He was like, "Wake mm. up! Yeah. yeah, wake up, people! Yeah. Because, because they're all fucking." Do you know what though? Do you know what though? <laughs> he's he's fucking clever though, because. It, that makes sense to a Christian, doesn't it? Global warming, yeah, the planet's killing itself, it's dying. They want you to believe it's not God's doing, it's man-made. Yeah. But it is God's doing, isn't it? Because that's what your lovely God wants, is for you to die! <laughs> yeah. In fire and hell! Sounds pretty metal to me. He sounds pretty satanic, this fucking God fella. <laughs> Probably because he's a secret, secret worshipper of Baal. He's... He's exceedingly jealous. Yeah. He's exceedingly... Jim Backer or God, no? I'm on about God. <laughs> Old Testament God. He's he is a jealous God. He's a bit he? of a psychopath. Yeah. He's a... An abusive, like, partner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a murderer. Yeah. I mean, who wants to worship that guy? Him? Jim Backer does? <laughs> But what I mean? You, you, you if you get to pray for him one day, he's going to send a fucking tornado at your house. <laughs> what we forget is that he's making a shit ton of money out of this. You know what? I want to do it. I genuinely want to do it. I want to go to America and become an evangelist preacher and not believe a fucking word of it. We just take the fucking dollar. None of them do. Remember the one where we watched one week? The clip that went viral of the, the journalist asking that guy who had oh, a private the, jet yeah. and that preacher with a private jet, you know, to justify it. And he basically said that he was too holy to be like spending time with like, Other uh, people. like the demons. plebeians for their demons. Yeah. Oh. He called them demons. He, he said, I want to be amongst the demons in cabin. Yeah. I think we should fucking go for it. I, I want to do it. I'll do it. I'll be the mouthpiece. Let's make some fucking money. Hallelujah. Right. Praise what the fucking Lord. Has the man himself got to say? He's talking about DMT, demons, and interdimensional travel. Oh, it's going to get heavy. Pause it, listener, and skin up. <laughs> <laughs> that means roll a joint. Roll a joint, listener. If, if you're really inherently good, and Eddie really is a good spirit, you can feel it. He really is a good... Th these demons know and attack the hell out of you. And I know people in this building who are really good people who took it, 
And, and it's, it's an experience I had without ever taking it in, in deep dreams and things when I was younger. We'll talk about when we come back, but you're basically transported to another dimension. It's like a spaceship. And there's demons, and there's people all basically, you, you can see their spirits, all it is, and they're all slaves. And there's these horrible creatures here in a lower dimension that are like torturing them forever. And then they go, oh, you're here. You're going to die. We're strangling you. Your heart ventricles are failing. We're going to rip you. And when you believe me, you'll never escape. And if you have kids, we'll get them too. And we're going to tear down your world unless you join us. And then you might be able to be at our level. Then they start threatening you like an interrogation to join them and say, we know this and we know that. And, 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 and like, we're going to tell you something that's going to happen in the future. And I mean, I'm like 14 having dreams going, what the hell is this? And I'd wake up all sweaty <laughs> from these and throw up like I've been somewhere else. Geez, right. And then a month later, the exact thing would happen that something with frickin' horns was telling me was coming down. So I'm telling you, folks, why every culture talks about it, because this stuff's real. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Here's the bottom line. Everybody knows this from lore. Every culture, every ancient text says that there are entities and creatures that can't be seen just like electricity can't be seen most of the time or uh, most forms of light when they've proven dimensions below and above and other dimensions around that and that these entities most of the ones that will actually contact you because see god doesn't usually get involved unless you ask god in god's free will but these other ones they don't they're bad and they'll give you knowledge and they'll give you power and a faustian bargain but they want your soul that just means they want you to go with them. And these folks mean business. And if you look at how the globalists and all the top people who are being given power on this planet, they're all weak, pathetic husk of who they were, who are zombie-like trying to carry out these operations because at their levels, they're horrified, empty husk. So, my first point will be, Alex starts this thing at the top by saying, this drug that I have never taken. Yeah. But I managed to experience in my dreams. So, yeah. DMT, a very particular substance that you have to smoke. It's a chemical version of ayahuasca, which is the drink that you have. With the shaman. With the shaman in the South American jungle somewhere, which is, I think, the most potently psychedelic substance mm. known to man. DMT is the sort of chemical creation of that version of that, right? That you can buy on the street, not literally on the street, but you know what I mean? And that's what Joe Rogan talks about smoking. And I went down the rabbit hole on it and became very obsessed with it for a while because there are hundreds of thousands of videos on YouTube of people documenting their experience and mm. they talk about something called an ego death right. like, so this trip is so intense it's not necessarily pleasant at all it's not it fun my ego? well the this theory. thing is yeah. that you go through this experience and you're shown some kind of form of knowledge that you can't really express it's not like or you verbal it. Yeah, and like kind of coding like you see like mathematical sequences and like light formations and all this kind of shit and like basically it's such a profound experience you have something called an ego death which yep. like just sort of levels you out as a person kind of thing like all your bullshit goes away for a while all the learned behaviors and the mm -hmm. the, the shit you're holding on to the 
Oh, yeah, what am I trying to say? The negativity of, of a Guardian journalist that did it, mm. and he did it a few times, and he was like, he heard about this. He was like, well, mm. I, you know, I think I'm a good person. I'm okay. I'm yeah. mentally stable. I can take this. He took, he took it, and he was like, fuck, I got mm. a reckoning that I never re- realized. Mm. Well, you know, it's not necessarily I'm nobody. Pleasant. I'm fucking nobody. Yeah. And then each time he went back, he thought, right. Mm. I'm a better person now. I can take it. Each time it knocked him back down. Fucking fucked it. Apparently, it shows you you see your demons and the things that are like really at the root of what's mm. fucking with you and causing your pain. And another thing that freaks me out about it is that a lot of people report seeing very similar things. So how mm. this chemical can produce the same hallucination in vastly different people to me is kind of fucking freaky so you've never done it no no fuck no, no. I, I went i got obsessed with it i watched a documentary called the dmt the spirit molecule that's where it started then i heard joe rogan talking about it then i went down the rabbit hole of just watching normal people on youtube talk mm-hmm. about their experiences then the guy who did this tattoo told me that he had a connection and could get me some if i wanted it and it was at that point when it became a reality that I actually could get hold of some if I wanted to that I said, no, I'm not going to pursue this because a lot of people also talk about like it might be too much. For somebody maybe a little bit fragile like me, I might not be able to handle what this drug shows me about myself. If yeah. you get what I'm saying, like it might be too much of a gut punch. Uh, also it can change I think it might possibly change the way you see the nature of reality mm-hmm. and how energy and how atoms and things are formed and stuff now I like Joe Rogan's take which is that you feel that you are going to another dimension and you're maybe communing with other beings who are different from you but like, and he says that Maybe all of that is completely and utterly constructed inside your own mind because of the drug, and it's not real at all. It's just that powerful of a hallucinogen. But he says it doesn't matter because the effect of the experience is real. Yeah. If you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So maybe it breaks down our perception and sort of breaks down the walls between realities and universes, yeah. and, and we get a, that's the only way to get a glimpse into another dimension. Or it's all completely constructed inside your own mind because that's how powerful the brain is. Mm-hmm. Think about dreams, for example. They're yeah, real yeah. as fuck when you're in them. But it doesn't matter because the experience is real. It does change some people's lives. Yeah, Jimmy but Hendrix's it also changes them for the negative. Some people yeah. don't recover from it, which is why I backed out and yeah, chickened out, fun. basically. I had the opportunity. He was a reliable guy. He's a top-end guy, the guy who did this tattoo. And, yeah, he told me he could guarantee it and I absolutely fucking shit myself and backed out. But I am still fucking uber curious. Mm, I think I'd do it. The thing I've learned about, I've been told about hallucinogens, is there's this saying that they say set and setting, right? Mm. So if you're gonna do DMT, the advice would be to have a friend with you, you trust Ben, right? Do it here in your living yeah. room, as comfortable as possible, where you're controlling the surroundings, yeah, set yeah. and setting. Whereas if you're I'd at like some dodgy do festival yeah. somewhere and you boshed it in the back of a tent somewhere and all that <laughs> and it turns horrific, that's your own yeah. fault. Same with mushrooms. Any hallucinogen, set and setting. I would like to go and do it with a proper shaman. Well, 
Ideally. If you want to go to the rainforest and don't have spiders the size of your head mm. and then not get freaked out when you see one. Have you heard the 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 process of the ayahuasca though? But like, uh, if, no, you, go, if you go and find a genuine shaman, and you have to be careful now because apparently, because us Westerners have clucked mm. onto it, there's loads of fucking charlatans yeah. about now. But let's say you go and find a good one, you have to do the purge first, right? Which is where they give you something that you are literally going to spend one or two days, literally puking yeah. and diarrheaing, constant to every fucking yeah. last thing is out of your fucking body it's horrific about you're just buckets at both ends oh god fuck a couple of days of that yeah. then the shaman's gonna decide like oh, i think you're ready and then you have the ayahuasca yeah you, you don't have to have the, the full you can have as much as you want mm. they give you a bit yeah to begin with but it's like that idea that like you purge everything else yeah. out yeah, yeah. Then put this in, and one of my other favorite facts that I like about it is that our own we have a natural inhibitor that breaks down the chemical so it doesn't work on us. Right. Some fucker in that jungle worked out, didn't they, Mike? Mm. That in order for you to feel the effects of the hallucinogen, you had to have this other herb or plant or whatever that would block the inhibitor. Wow. So combine the two, and then the ayahuasca works. How the fuck? Did quote primitive people work that out or know that or is it interesting? Because they then yes. talk about well, mm. yeah, there is that trial, but they also talk about this knowledge coming from the greenery and the mm. like plants talking to you kind of thing. Like fucking that could be the fascinating. Ayahuasca, yeah, absolutely fascinating. It could be like Joe Rogan says, a door into another dimension, or it's all completely inside your own head. Doesn't matter because the experience is real to you and it will change you as a human being literally profound, profoundly change you which is why the narcissism of Alex Jones to say I've never taken it but I had the same experience from my dreams now okay I've just caught myself there I will break that down slightly further some say that DMT occurs within us naturally and it's in all kind of plant life isn't it like at some mm. you can find it in a blade of grass or whatever yeah. but like it's trace elements but Let's say when, if uh, you got in some horrific accident and your leg got smashed off or something, you're bleeding out like you're going to fucking die. Your body knows you're going to die. You are given a fucking motherload of DMT from your own brain. Yeah. That's what the white light, the tunnel, and you feel the peace and then your heart rate goes right down Mm. so the blood's not going... And it gets you to a nice, calm state to slip off. Yeah. into the next world Makes or whatever sense. so is dreaming the same thing because dreams are pretty powerful hallucinogenic experiences I think mm. technically it aren't can they? be I guess. it can be so is so maybe Alex does have a dip, maybe his dreams were intensely uh, hallucinogenic but I think it's a fucking insanely narcissistic thing to say at the top of the I've never done cocaine Ben but I dreamt about it, so I'm going to talk with authority now yeah. about what cocaine is. Like, I mean, the, the arrogance of that. Yeah. And now I've lost myself. Where did he go from it? From there? Well, how was he trying to spin that? I've forgotten now. Oh, he, he was telling it dark and like demons. Yeah. And, and they're going to rip your flesh and they want to take your children. And I'm still going for Alex. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's the 100th episode. I mean, there's not even that. I mean... You know, Mark Taylor says carry a weapon so oh as you know, 
carrier weapons, he don't end up a blood sacrifice to Baal. He's probably but, way more likely to end up sacrificed yeah, if you carry a weapon. Yeah, because you pull that gun and then that guy yeah. shoots you. It's not like the movies. Um, Tim Backer, talk of climate change is uh, an effort to pretend the end times are upon us. Well, he makes a living out of pretending the end, end times, times are upon us. So he's Alex to is talk. just on form this week, I think. Yeah. Because he was pulling all of that out of his fucking arse. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's, the, got, he's yeah. got it for me. He's got it. Do you reckon that Alex is improv or do you reckon that he's he's got a loose script? I think he might think about it the night before and have yeah. some notes, but oh, I think boys. like Ike, he's an incredibly talented improvisational speaker. Yeah. He's just a natural talker. His brain is a thousand miles a yeah. minute and he's got this skill, because not everyone has it, to verbalise that as he's thinking, do you know yeah. what I mean? He thinks on Absolutely. his feet and just... Fucking pours it out. Uh, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Hope some of it sticks. If yeah. Bill Kidd was alive, Alex Jones wouldn't be here now. No, maybe Alex killed him. He may have something to do with it, who knows? Could we wrap it up or have a piss break? We'll wrap it up. Excellent. Reptilians, we're all down for it in a way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mike's not. I'm down with everything Mike says. Everything apart from the I'm reptilians. Saying it's, I'm not saying it, I'm not ruling out completely. Yeah. Well, until there's evidence, I can't go with it. I'm with Mike. I'm, that's yeah. kind of where I am. Although I do think it's fucked how much like links he can find. Yeah. Like, they're tenuous links. They definitely are. But like all these ancient societies with their fucking serpents and their things and their similar stories that maybe they were all on the DMT, and that's maybe. where all this shit comes from. Mm -hmm. Moses and the burning bush. Yeah. Maybe. And he wrote some funky stories. Is in the episode. Yeah. yeah. I'm going aliens. Hey. That's I'm literally a, on the verge of pissing myself. Okay, well, thanks a lot for this. listening. Genuinely much appreciated. We said it yeah. earlier. Other episodes in, we never thought we'd get here. So I'm going to say, don't do the flavour aid. Don't join a cult. I've been banned. Thanks for listening. I'll I've say, been How very dare you? <laughs> <laughs> You've you never done that in a hundred episodes. Mike's taking his place above you now. <laughs> He's challenging you! I'm sorry He's I need a piss! He's challenging you! I've got a second to start! I don't know why, go on. <laughs> He's challenging you for your second spot of saying goodbye. Yeah. He's going to challenge you soon for your fucking next Are we going to have to get naked and wrestle for you? You are? Like that Oliver so be like, thingy oh, movie. Ball. This is Mike, this is Gaz, that's yeah. going to be it soon. He's going to fucking oh, strong army into doing it. Yeah. Well, all I will say is please subscribe to Sewage Pipe Gaming on YouTube. I have been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. It's fucked up that he's in that house. And if you fucking ask me on Facebook, I'll explain it to you. I know he's a dodgy dude, but it is fucked up that he's there. Free Biff Tannen. Thank you so much. Don't uh, free him. He's a potential rapist. Which is why he should be freed from the woman he tried to rape's household. That's also I believe point. it will be mentally beneficial to everybody involved. I will point. write a 3,000 word essay on this please if I have that. to. Please, please, I still need this piss. <laughs> I've been Mike. Thanks for listening for these 100 episodes. Peace out. May the force be with you. Here's to the next 100, lads. Indeed, and Mike is still a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> he still will be on episode 300. <laughs> good night. Bye now. Yeah, it was all good. It was all good.